dough coming from the rack store. Bet this back in the Mac in the back flow. Let's go, chillin' with raccoons by the back door. Take calls so you can stake more. All I wanna do is making dough, right? But I found this crew and doing alright. We wreck, will bitch, ready to fight. So many raccoons ready for the boss life. I might fly high like a kite, right? But always ready for a shite for the right prize. Raccoon supply has the right price. Giving you respect if it's likewise. So I'm buying all the mean guys with the clean heart. Read between lies, laser bean through lean eyes. Larry always clean lies, trash mouth, mean smile, be wise. NFT wise, fuck with these guys. It's the rack rap from the back lab. 100 NFTs in my backpack. Crazy rack rap from the stash app. Rack will take a lead in this haystack. It's the rack rap from the back lab. It's Friday the 2nd of June And it's not 0800 Cause fucking your man was busy It's closer to fucking 10am I think uh, What is it? 10am AST? Something like that Anyway this is your US of Rear Cosmos Crypto Breakfast Show Generally presented by me Your host Rob O'Mare of Rockville And we've got Chief Pleb Officer in the room Mr Finn And Chris is up here as well from uh, Juno Betts And without further ado Mr. Bendy, are you doing all right, son? I heard you've been in a dark room for two hours. <laughs> yeah, I'm all good, mate. I'm all good. I've recovered. I've recovered from, from soy uh, uh, slamming me as the Andy Carroll of uh, the Atom Accelerator, which, uh, as a Liverpool fan, was quite a painful uh, accusation. Oh, bro, when I read that, I literally burst out into a fit of laughter. Like, and I was like, supposed to be a talk, and I put myself on mute. I couldn't contain it. So for those in the room, uh, there was a, a little bit of chat, and um, we'll, we'll go into that about uh, Bendy sort of taking over from someone. <laughs> and so he was like, This reminds me of the time that uh, was it Fernando Torres, was it? Or yeah, the Liverpool sold Torres, and uh, with that money, they, they bought Andy Carroll. Uh, Torres obviously was a world class striker, and Andy Carroll was uh, just someone from the northeast of England, a pleb, an absolute giga pleb, like on a different scale. Uh, so, Bendy, yeah, man. We'll get into that in a minute, Bendy. I just want to ask you very, very quickly what you think about, or do you know about this uh, second, like, Juno meeting that's uh, taking place right now as we speak? I'm not aware of it. Okay. You, you're going to have to fill me in. There's been a bit of outreach. Uh, no, I mean, they're just making plans to be able to, like, save Juno, you know, and actually, like, rescue it and turn it into something. I mean, this is like, proper like resuscitation shit going on uh, two minutes timmy we've been waiting all night for bendy and we've just got him in bro literally timmy two seconds bro two seconds right it's really important i've kept these questions like all night so bendy you don't know anything about this at all no no i've, I've got to admit like i hold uh, you know more do you know than i should but uh i haven't paid a huge amount of attention to uh to what's going on i don't to be honest do you know with the amount of time I'm spending on a uh, the accelerator, I don't have a lot of time to keep up with the other chains now. You know, obviously I noticed the major drama on crypto Twitter, but um, yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not aware of um, what the what the sort of what's going on with Juno particular. Sounds like he's got some uh, some crypto Twitter drama in the background there. That's that's what I hear whenever I read this kind of shit. It's just like little kids like fighting over stuff. Well, currently I actually have two kids fighting over stuff in my back garden 
uh, which I'm currently keeping an eye on. Um, one's crypto on Twitter move to crypto it's just, Twitter it's just, live in Andy's garden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know which one's uh, Jacob and which one's Don yet, but we'll figure it out. Brilliant. Brilliant. Love it. So, yeah, mate, they're just, uh, I mean, apparently, I think there's this mad mission to, uh, you know, do everything they can to have a bit of change of direction in Juno. So um, I'll be interested when the, when it's actually over and done with and the reports come out and we find out what was agreed, what was said, blah, blah. But, Bendy, you know why you're on here. And, I mean, thank you very much. Is this your first space appearance, dude? In- uh, well, as a, as a reviewer committee member, yeah, it will be. Um, right, okay. I've done... Yeah. So, yeah, no, very like it was one of those where obviously aware that people might have questions with us making some changes. And obviously I'm kind of, you know, at the center of that. So I just thought it was good to pop along and see what's going on. Interesting. Interesting, dude. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, Bendy, I think it was quite a surprise to many in the community. Now, Finn and I were making a joke about it the other night. Uh, we wanted to have that kind of thing. Right. That was like the idea. Yeah. Uh, but but really, I do think it caught a lot of people off guard simply because of like maybe recency bias. Like it, the AA Dow is still like so fresh in our mind. It's still so like new. You've just had your first announcement and then bang. Was it anything to do with the MetaMask coming over? Because it seemed like the timing was a bit coincidental, uh, you know? No, it was, I mean, it, I, it wasn't particularly it wasn't a product of anything that the DAO was doing. It's not like we've gone, oh, there was, uh, what would you call it, if it was a band, artistic differences? It's not like that. It was. It really is to do with, um, you know, the amount of time, um, the amount of time that people can, that people could devote to the DAO, the DAO, you know, the amount of work is actually really significant. Luke obviously is incredibly busy with Delphi. And then um, just the, the, you know, the amount of work, he's done a huge amount of work getting us set up and with the work that he's done on the review committee and some of the technical stuff he's been looking at. Um, but it was starting to become apparent that it wouldn't be sustainable for him. And the other bit then is that obviously um, because of, you know, the, the just there's an increased number of, you know, it's hard in Cosmos anyway with conflicts of interest, but the, there would be an increased number of conflicts of interest for Luke because of Delphi's involvement in things like Neutron, which then means that you've got to be really careful about sort of, you know, how many things can he actually look at the code for us on? And it's such a key role, that technical bit, that that's why we've taken that out of the review committee and we've got um, Julianne, from binary who's a sdk dev who can kind of do a lot of that we've also got some spare budget that we can use for additional technical implementation um if you just excuse me one minute my children are just screaming at each other so i'm gonna have to uh go on mute and uh scream at them for a minute or two and then i will uh return i'm really sorry no, you're good. You're good. And this gives the perfect opportunity. So to me, what we did, mate, I'm going to I'm going to get you in now. Right. Uh, what happened was that we did like literally the beginning of the recorded short, like two hours in kind of thing. So let me get this sorted quickly. Here we go. Yeah, mate, the uh, so the, the thing about the night was because like I wasn't going to record it earlier than just record this bit. But Finn's like, nah, just record a lot and I'll chop it up for you. So the idea is to be able to catch Bendy on this, uh, what should be like a good little fireside chat. That's what right. I promised him anyway. 
So, right, sorry, I'm back, I'm back. Um, so, so, yeah, sorry, I think I sort of answered your question about sort of the, the timing. Well, you know, it's one of those things where I guess um, changes in DAO membership will happen and they will come up, but it's the first time that we've experienced it. I think that, you know, it was all completely amicable and there's not a lot to it. I think, you know, in terms of there's just some realities to trying to to work in the environment that we are and i think you know what we wanted to do as soon as we kind of knew that this wasn't going to be a sustainable structure was kind of communicate what it was and put some adjustments in place but it's um you know the these things will get more normalized over time but i guess that you know finding out what the best way of working is and what the the the, the sort of most accountable process here is and kind of how to help people understand why things are changing and why you know what the realities of things are is hard because what what you see when you're working with people day in day out is different from you know the sort of comms side of what we do right um, so I think that it's an interesting challenge we're experiencing and, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, we will do enough communicating to reassure people that we've still got quality in the, in the you know, without. Did it, did it come out of left field for you, did it? Um, not like there was a conversation maybe, I can't even remember when, let's say a month ago, where there was some sort of like, you know, it's people trying to do the right thing where they're going, I'm not sure I've got enough time. I'm really committing to it. I'm going to keep going. So, you know, I know myself that the amount of time involved is not insignificant. And depending on what else is going on, you know, like if you're someone as important as Luke is in his roles at Delphi, you know, that thing's going to end up having to take precedence, right? So as that, you know, as things change, and the time that people have available, you try to make things work, but you have to be realistic in terms of what's a sustainable way of working for any individual, because, you know, he's, he's doing the hours with the DAO on top of what he was doing at, at Delphi, and it's starting to, you know, it, it, that's a challenge. Plus then, as I say, Delphi's own, um, you know, I don't think, I don't, I think just kind of understanding what you can realistically expect someone to look at when they, are declaring a you know potential conflicts of interest, uh, and that's go and the cadence at which that's going to happen is going to increase, right? Just because um, Delphi's you know, and this is good news, Delphi's far more involved in Cosmos than it was um, a while ago, right? You know, and I think that it uh, came out yesterday. Was it yesterday? Was it today? Uh, with um, Mars outpost on Neutron. Oh, you know, obviously yeah. the. So there's so there's more you know there's things are happening there that just mean that you kind of go okay if we're going to have someone who's our kind of technical lead we need to make sure that they are not experience you know that we that the kind of new and most innovative stuff if they're at the front of that we can't they can't really be doing some of the technical side of things for the DAO right that that seems sensible yeah talking about Mars we've all seen the uh, the dumps haven't we. Hmm? Uh, I, I mean, Bendy, you know, a quick one for you. Are there, are there big shoes to fill? Or do you feel like you're going to slip right in? Um, I, um, <laughs> my, my view was that obviously it's, obviously I can't fill those shoes. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not technical in the way that Luke was. 
um but i think i can still you know the the actual elements of what i need to do in terms of reviewing an application doesn't require that same level of auditing so you can see that what we've done is um in the post we divided luke's role uh, responsibilities into three sections. So he led a lot of our kind of multi-sig operations. That's kind of being split now between um, Dylan from Imperator and um, Zave from um, Chorus One. And then it's um, myself sort of assessing uh, some of the grant applications and doing interviews and that kind of thing. Um, and then the technical stuff is being picked up by uh, Julien from, uh, from Binary. So the, the kind of in that sense, the shoes that I've got to fill, I'm, I'm only filling a third of the shoe, uh, so so I can probably do that. Uh, if I, you know, there's no way I could have done what what Luke did for us, uh, you know, in, in totality. Um, so, but in terms of like reviewing, assessing the grants and things, you know, the the good thing is having been part of the team, I've seen how the the other um, guys work and sort of have had the benefit of kind of learning from what they've been doing. So I think that will be, that will be okay. I've got my first um, stuff to do over the weekend. I've got um, grants from batch four to start looking at um, and starting to make my initial uh, scorings on those. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, uh, again, the scoring criteria that we use are fairly um, transparent there up on our website. So you can see the kind of ways that we score things based on like the team that there is. Um, how it fits with what we're kind of looking to fund. Um, and, and the, you know, the, the key criteria is how it drives value to Atom. Because, um, you know, people will tell you that all sorts of things do, but um, some things are obviously going to drive more value to others and we do have to be somewhat selective. That doesn't mean that things that are rejected aren't good ideas. It's just that we're trying to be at our most capital efficient. Bro, are you excited? Like, are you, are you, are you proper excited about it, are you? I'm really excited about everything that we're doing. I think that it's not so much about me; it's about what you're going full time. Are you going full time? Eh? No, I'm still I'm still part time. Um, it's uh, so I'm still I'm still doing my I'm going to be still doing my normal job. I'm just doing uh, I'm just going to be working at the weekend as well as in the evenings in the week. So it's just more 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 time. Um, and again, like we had a very straightforward conversation within the DAO when they. Um, when Youssef and Better Future told me that Luke had decided to step back, um, you know, they said, would you be interested in doing that? I was like, you know, I wanted the rest of the DAO to be really comfortable that the time I was offering was sufficient uh, and matched what their experience was of doing it. So that was, you know, and then like, for example, in the kind of, in our internal processes, um, the remaining reviewer committee members and the oversight committee all voted on this. I, um, I basically had to, uh, well, I left certain channels within our Slack and I didn't attend the a portion of our um, team weekly meeting, et cetera, to allow them to kind of all discuss all of that in private so that, you know, there's kind of like, to try and do it in the most decent way that you possibly can, because I think that um, it's really important, you know, for my own sort of sense of decency that I know that uh, my colleagues are in support of what I do without feeling any particular pressure around it. You know, it's sometimes not easy to to talk, you know, to say, well, actually, I think that Bendy's an idiot, so he shouldn't be on the reviewer committee if I'm in the room, right? So uh, you kind of, you know, you push yourself out of those places, and I think that. I am really excited about, you know, everything that we're doing. And there are some really cool conversations that I'm now kind of 
starting to be part of when you're interviewing teams and you're hearing about some of the things they're building or they're looking to do and how how the kind of interchain world is starting to look you know and i do think it's becoming more interchain and less about specific chains which is really nice because i think that is starting to deliver on the vision of what cosmos is trying to be really i think it's while obviously i'm going to look at everything through an atom lens i think what's really interesting is the fact that what chain the activity is happening on is becoming increasingly less important interesting did you did you get to talk to your man like before he left did you get chance to have like a one-on-one with him say what he'd been doing recently Uh, yeah, I mean, so I mean, for a start, Luke and I, 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 Luke and I worked on drafting the the comms that went out because that's part of my job as well. Uh, so we had we had a decent conversation, and we're still we're still in the DMs with each other. And you know, the other thing is like he's still completely available to us if we want him to to do additional bits. Um, you know, he's still um you know so where where there isn't a, any sort of conflicts of interest and when he does you know he's quite happy to jump on calls he's doing it with a couple of the guys regarding some of the multi-sig operations uh we've got some uh stuff coming up uh that we need to kind of just make sure the processes are all sorted with so yeah he's jumping on a call with uh, a couple of the team and um a couple of third parties just making sure everything's running smoothly so it's not like you know it's just it's not like it's a hard end if that makes sense we just kind of get to uh continue to make a transition uh so yeah we're we're in the loop with each other and it's all it's all good we're still we're still buddies so mate i hope to bring like a like a different perspective do you think do you think that now you've actually seen this like this, the DAO work and everything right and these reviewers and their individual skill set etc blah 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 do you think you're going to bring some like different perspective? Because you have been talking about cool stuff on our spaces, like this is what I'd like to see more of, or being quite good crack, you know. I think I've got. A, I think I have a slightly different perspective than some people, partly because um, either by being in the space less time, uh, so you're kind of less wedded to ideas, or because I've not been like a maxi for any particular chain. You kind of see stuff that's going on, and you think oh, that's really cool that's happening over there. Um, you know, so like I caught the kind of tail end of you guys talking about um, sort of DAOs and DAO treasuries and how that works, you know, and like that's one of the things that came up during Prop 95 is like um, we, we're, we're just, a, you know, in, in technical terms, we're just a multi-sig, right? We're not using any kind of DAO tooling on chain. Yeah, so I th- can I ask you, Bendy, just a little quick segue? Uh, what are you yeah. actually using it? Because Tim, Timmy was talking about uh, Gnosis Safe or whatever it's called, right? And he's saying it's absolutely like abysmal for the Evmos stuff. What about you? What are you guys using? What for the multi-sig? Yeah. So, so the, it's just it's it's just a standard multi-sig wallet. But what you do, as far as I understand, it, I'm not. Oh, a, right. I'm not. But then basically the uh you sign on the using the cli um so people are doing so it's really cumbersome it's not a good system like you know it's very secure it works perfectly well you know you'd need in order to do anything you'd need um four out of seven uh wallets right to to do to do any transactions but it's the but it still it has this problem of like uh, if you try and do if you're doing things asynchronously and you've got six transactions to make 
then you have to do the transactions in the same order as everyone else. So if you do, if transactions are meant to be one, two, three, four, five, six, and you accidentally start at six, then it just breaks the transactions, right? It doesn't work. Um, so there are things like that that just make it very time consuming. Um, whereas obviously, you know, when you're, if you're using something like a DAO DAO tooling where you just vote and that, you know, the details are already in there and it hits a level and then it triggers, that seems much quicker. And it's less, it's less technical administration and it opens the doors for uh, less advanced users to, to start to run their own DAOs. So whether that's us or whether, you know, I still believe that there should be significantly more DAOs operating on the hub than there are at the moment. You know, there's only us and there should be, or, but, but there should be multiple. Within the chain account, but within the chain account, right, you're going to, this is what Polyphone is like. It's based on interchain accounts and you're effectively going to be able to have a DAO DAO on the hub if you, you guys want quite easily. Yeah, I think I think that we might need. Um, I may be wrong here, but I think we'd need Cosmosm on the hub for that to work because I because Polytone's Cosmosm, but I may be wrong. Um, I think you need Wasm. Well, I've thought about that. I've but, thought about that. I'm sure he said. I'm sure he announced that anywhere in the gym because I'm sure they were saying like we're. This Polytone is like the first real display of what Intergen accounts was created for. It's been their big point, you see. Uh, I'm sure. Think, yeah, Cosmosm, is it? I think I may be wrong. I think it is, um, and I think you basically want Wasm on both um, on both chains for it to work um, right, because yeah, it's yeah. a Wasm thing. But then, okay. but it does combine Intergen and interchain queries um, and is really exceptional from what I understand. So that could be really interesting. I think that, you know, one of the things that like, you know, you wouldn't, we wouldn't want to move our um, treasury off Atom. So then you want to be, able, you know, being able to control that treasury from another chain, that doesn't seem hugely problematic. You know, the potentially is the opportunity to do that from something like Neutron. Uh, potentially gives us that kind of balance of security because it's the same validator set um, that, you know, securing both Neutron and the hub. So effectively, you can kind of, from a risk assessment point of view, you can kind of look at it as being the same thing. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Um, but I do think that it's not so much, uh, well, it is about us, but I think also what I would love to see is I would love to see, for example, we've just announced that, we're, uh, that the hub is going to sponsor um, Cosmoverse. We've put up the the the, the money for that, um, but I would love to see there being a DAO that were responsible for the kind of coordination and and event sort of marketing side of things because that's something that I'm going to be coordinating and working with the um, the various partner chains and and key contributors. But like, actually, that's not a grants program thing. It's just that we're doing it because we're the only ones, what, and it would be really fantastic to see other people. What have Cosmoverse offered you in regards of receipts? Because, I mean, we all saw the Medellin receipt, right? That bloody spreadsheet that was just like lightning video, 400k, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's never been a receipt produced or anything, right? Now, if you guys, I mean, surely there's got to be some financial accountability of the spending of those funds, right? Surely, yes or no? Uh, so that's not quite our responsibility. Our responsibility is whether the sponsorship money that we give provides good value to Atom, right? That's how they, how they then choose to spend the money 
is is kind of up to them now um as you may remember my background is in the sort of live events industry and when i saw the stuff on their spreadsheet i thought yeah that seems like a fairly you know it's the kind it's in line with the kind of budget i used to work at one of the biggest um conference venues in the uk and definitely things like you know people were moaning about their production costs and i looked at those and thought they've come out slightly light compared to what i would have expected to be honest so but that 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 the actual kind of uh, you know how the funds are used that's up to um cosmoverse i think that what we were really determined about was that we wanted to make sure that um atom got the absolute best value for money that it could so in terms of the number of speaker slots the number of panelists uh, panels that we get to be on the um physical and digital branding opportunities the um you know a little bit of news that sort of predates anything we've announced but we we're going to have our own des- our own kind of room for the atom, atom economic zone uh we're going to work with uh, people to kind of do some reporting from there that goes outside of the space because I think as someone who's never been to Cosmoverse, uh, I really felt like it was important that we had something that kind of went back to people that weren't just there. I think it, there are some there's some huge value in terms of showcasing Atom at the center of Cosmos to that Turkish community and to the kind of uh, crypto media and power users and those kind of people. But there is also a thing about making sure that you're kind of reporting back to everyone outside of the room because people aren't going to sit watching the live stream for every minute of every day. But I think kind of doing some kind of like, you know, today at Cosmoverse stuff and kind of reporting back and doing some spaces and kind of having some sort of stuff like that seem, you know. And one of the things that really struck me is no one really did that for Atom last year because there wasn't anyone responsible for doing it. And I think that that like just simply having us take responsibility for it immediately means that Atom will get better value because uh, from what I was told uh, by the Cosmoverse team, like literally no one, no one from Atom even went on the Atom stand that was there because there wasn't really anyone from Atom at the event. It's like, you know, there are the, there are different teams doing different stuff and contributing code and doing the work that they do, but there isn't anyone who was like, oh yeah, it's our job to stand on this stand and talk about Atom to everyone that comes past. Um, so, you know, that will, I guess that will be me. Um, but there is, you know, I think there's... Your man's getting free tickets already. Okay, here we go. Yeah, I mean, exactly. And I'm hoping that... The, um, well, I'm hoping that I will get a ticket. I don't know yet. That's not been confirmed. But what is more is the case of actually trying to... Um, that kind of event coordination stuff is i don't want it's not a sob story particularly but it is hard work because what i'm trying to do is bring together what neutron are going to be doing um what stride are going to be doing if noble's an ics chain if duality is an ics chain what the various core contributors to atom are doing and trying to coordinate that into some sort of coherent uh proposition uh so that we actually have you know I don't know, some marketing for, for Atom for, uh, as opposed to just sort of, uh, you know, obviously there was 2.0 last time, but like that, that was very 
inward looking you know it was just to ourselves that really we were talking to whereas what i'm hoping we can start to do is is reach out beyond our own very uh inward looking view on some of this stuff so i mean you know don't get me wrong love to go to turkey never been could be would be really nice to go but i'm not really expecting to see much of it beyond uh about a sort of you know four square meters that i'm going to be living in as i try to shill at them to people Oh, he's the sob story, guys. We know the drill. He'll be out there with Seto having a right old session. Hey, I tell you what, Bendy, don't go all business class on us, mind you. You're still one of the lads, right? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I, uh, you know, it's one of the, the, the this it's interesting, actually. One of the first things that happened after the Dow was in post was like, um, uh, what, what was the conference? East Denver, I think it was. And a few of the team were there and like it was really interesting how um strictly the um oversight committee were like right okay these these are like the spend limits that you can have this is how much you can spend on food this is what you can spend on drink this is the you know you can't spend any more than this on your accommodation um so it was like they you know like i don't think anyone would have taken the piss anyway but it's one of those where um it's really not it's really reassuring to have those kind of rules where you just go right this is what i'm allowed to do and if i do you know and any more than that is like you know that's not okay because nobody wants to be or you know nobody should be eating gold-plated steak on the uh on 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 the community's dollar right that's not how it should work so certainly you know speaking for myself i've got no intention of running up a particularly exciting expense bill um because why would i you know if i want like and th that's the other bit is like i'm being paid so if i'm gonna buy you know if i want to go and get drunk i'm gonna spend my money on that i'm not gonna spend the communities that's outrageous so anyway that's just but yeah you know you i think we know each other probably well enough by now that uh you know that it's not really gonna turn my head Oh, bro, I tell you what, I love some of that hospitality money, me. Uh, years ago, right, when I worked for Walmart, right, and I used to, like, uh, go like go all over the country for them, right? Like, I used to take a squad in, like, a car or a van, yeah, and literally, like, a, a group of forklifters, and wherever they were short, the manpower, we had to go and, like, fill in. And we used to get, like, uh, 35 quid a day, right, uh, for, like, uh, food-like allowances, like, live living allowances, but they, they paid for your uh, hotel. Sometimes uh, it was a bed and breakfast, but all of these, like, hotels or the bed and breakfasts have, like, you know, a free breakfast. And then we were at work, like, during the day, right? It was only, like, like what, 19 or something at the time? We were at work during the day, so we were eating in, like, the canteen for free, right? And then, bro, we were just going to the fish shop, like, you know, three quid in the fish shop. And the, like the guest houses, we were like, hey, can we just like get booze with this 35 quid every day? And they're like, of course you can, bang, no problem. Because <laughs> they didn't appear to you. They appeared to the hotel, right? The, um, that's really, yeah, the, the, um, per DMs are, uh, are great for that because you just keep your costs down and you can still spend your money. Um, the, best, the best I've had was last year, um, we got i got taken to see the rolling stones at Ampfield in the sort of boardroom uh and that was incredible because obviously amazing gig they're still a phenomenal band despite their age um but 
it was just it was just the fact that like it was a you know fancy dinner and then literally all the booze you could drink for free and uh yeah that was that was really good fun uh but that was uh, those directors boxes at the matches are insane man i used to be in them all the time i've done them they're, i mean they're just they're they're in, like that the liverpool one's just another level really like i've never been in anything quite like it it's not it's not my normal environment like we literally we'd um the way it worked out was i'd been doing some ticketing for uh liverpool on one of their they'd had a screening i can't I, and we'd done some ticketing work for them and it's there'd been a cock up in the process and this guy basically spent half an hour on the phone just screaming at me for something that wasn't my fault and i couldn't do anything about and there was nothing to do with me but i was the one who's kind of fronting it up for the team and then it got all got fixed and no harm was done and everything was fine and then obviously this guy's super apologetic and so obviously so when the stones came round, he was just like oh I'd, i'm still really sorry about about shouting at you i know it wasn't your fault i was just under a lot of pressure um but would you like to come to to see the Rolling Stones as my guest? And I was like, oh, that's amazing. And then suddenly I'm like, you go to the ground and then you go into this lift and you go up all the, you know, up into the bit and you're just like, oh shit, I'm in the, like I'm where I'm literally went to the loo and I was pissed out my head at this point, but I was um, next to Ian Rush, just having a wee next to Ian Rush. And honestly, like the, just the child in me was just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I used to have your poster on the wall of my bedroom. This is incredible. Uh, so, uh, but I don't think that's going to be how I feel. I don't think that's how I'm going to feel at Cosmoverse. Dude, it's not quite the same. Right. That is the maddest thing, though, about director's boxes, right, before we quickly move on here, is the people you meet in the corridors like the long corridor that like run along them. And then they've got like the little turns around and like their toilets, et cetera. The people you'll meet like in the toilets or the cloakroom or walking up and down the corridors when you go into the box, it's ridiculous. Like you act like a proper fanboy. When I used to go, man, like all the old Sunderland players will be there. Our box, which was the T-Mobile box, yeah, uh, it's the next box along to the Sky Sports, you know, the one where Jamie Redknapp used to be sitting in, yeah? Yeah. That's it, back in the day, Jamie Redknapp on Sky Sports. Proper, how long ago was that, dude? Oh, I, I want to say that's gonna. Is that gonna? That's got to be ten years if it's anything. Oh yeah, this 15? was around. Uh, this was actually after I uh, went back from Australia and I was studying to become a teacher. Bro, that was that was the uh, that was when Jamie was there anyway. But man, yeah. like two thousand to two thousand and four, like they used to have competitions all the time, and we used to win the boxing mate regularly. You know, uh, raid. It's Bendy. Uh, so I want to ask you, if you didn't mind, a question about, about the team. And it is a, a good question, I think, right? But And you didn't have to really pick, pick one particular one. But you're working on there with some gigabrains. I guess that you've been on calls or something with like pretty much all of them. Who's like proper like blowing your mind, like being like proper big brain, giga alpha, sigma? <laughs> that's an unfair question because you're asking me to pick my favorites which is not nice uh but like no um, the one that's like you've been like whoa i'm definitely low iq here you know uh so i'd um i would say that um if i'm on a like particularly if i'm on like just a small call um if xavier's on there 
I try to shut up and just listen because that guy knows his shit, like really, really knows his stuff. Um, but, you know, I think that's probably true of um, most of the team, but like he's one of those ones where you just think better if he says something, because whatever I'm thinking, he's already thought of it, already come up with the answer, already knows what to do. Uh, so things like that are really awesome. Um, but, you know, I've, I've really enjoyed, um, uh, you know, I think, uh, who else have um, Dylan, well, I've had some really good t- times with. So Dylan from Imperator. Um, but, I've, you know, Yusef and Better Future, like on their, like Better Future, when it comes to kind of like big long-term vision stuff, like his his ideas for where blockchain should end up going are just great. And like, you know, again, the guy's got such a good sort of like business brain uh, as opposed to just blockchain, uh, which is that's really interesting as well, because you just think, oh, yeah, you're 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 around this all the time and you've seen this before and you know how it works and you know what's like, you know, you know what, you know, how people can pull the wool over your eyes or, you know. That's really fantastic because you just think, oh, there's so much for me to to learn from being around those people. Um, so, you know, but I do think it's it's an incredibly strong team, and I even think like people like um, uh, Curious Jay, who's on the oversight committee and doing that. Like, you know, the level of um, detail that he knows about so many projects. So you kind of go, oh, I was having this call, and he was went, oh well, you know. Six months ago, they were talking about this, this, and this. You should look this up, and you should go here. And I remember they were speaking to so-and-so, and you should check out this. And it's such a useful resource because you just have people that are plugged in to, like, everything. And they really, you know, it is that thing where you kind of go, oh, right, I, like, I think I know my stuff, and I probably do. But there's just levels to this game, right? And, and some of the people I'm around are just phenomenal. And does that, you were breaking up a little bit there in the middle, Bendy. I didn't know if you were like walking around, but then it got better towards the end. Uh, can I ask you this one? Does the boss man, I heard you mention Yosef, does he have to like like lead from the front? Is he like the actual like nominated like main dude or something? Is he or? I mean, it, 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 so he, he and Better Future are kind of like uh, project managers. Um, I probably, uh, Better Future has been doing quite, was out in Asia for a while. So I spent, I've probably spent more time with, uh, Yusef just because of the way time zones line up um, with my working day um, but um, you know they what the, they go away and they you know they're the ones who are working full time and they're the ones putting in you know the time on kind of like the biz dev and they're speaking to people and they're building those relationships and they're the ones really pushing forwards on the most kind of strategic partnership stuff you know so the the stuff around like funding MetaMask that comes from um you know obviously sam hart um had some interactions on twitter and then you know that then it was calls that Yusef coordinated to try and make sure that things would get across the line and you know that takes it sounds easy because everyone wants it to happen but it still takes a lot of graft to actually make things a reality um so you know they're they're in the trenches doing the uh doing the hard yards as as much as anyone else i think you know it's a lot easier in some ways just being someone like myself where it's like, uh, yeah, I'll go on, you know, I do some stakeholder management. I speak to some people. I make sure that we're aligned on our comms, but like, I'm not the ones having to 
you know, partly sell the idea of, of Athens to people and then also partly kind of do the, you know, like, but or, like you're trying to do biz dev, but you're also trying to structure the best possible deals and negotiate. So you're, you're kind of mixing sort of shilling yourselves and sort of appraising those of your potential partnerships. Right. And like, so that kind of stuff is my, and then again, like when it comes to reviewing an application, that's relatively straightforward, right? You just, you, you're reading what's on the paper, you're checking that it provides good value, you're making sure that the kind of due diligence is done, but it's not kind of, you know, that's at the point where it's like, it's all in the funnel at that point, but the actual getting those applications in and making sure that they're, the, you know, the ones of best quality, that's where the hard yards are. And I, I can't, I can't fault Yusuf and Better Future for the work they've done there. They're from not, you know, that, the work rate's been phenomenal. Sounds like they make a good team, yeah. I didn't realise that the two of them were like in duality kind of running, but not running the show. Someone's got a massive project, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, and it, it is a, it's a, they're doing it kind of jointly. I think Yusuf tends to have a kind of higher public profile. The future isn't particularly keen on kind of doing a lot of public stuff. It's never, you know, it's not his, um, you know, it's not, it's not he, prefers, he prefers to be in the background, but it's kind of, Sorry, dude, I was saying the word you're looking for was it's not his forte, yeah? Yeah, I think also preference. Like, you know, some people just, like, some people are not, you know, they don't want to be the person who's up on stage, right? They're quite happy to do the work. They've got really great brain. They can think about all the things. But someone else is going to be the one who fronts it up sometimes. And I think that that's, again, you know, what we've got is a good balance because if everyone wanted to be the guy who's there on the stage, you, you've not got enough space. Uh, so I think it's kind of, it's been a well-constructed team so far and, you know, nicely balanced. And that's, um, that's been one of the, the impressive things. I know there was discussion when Prop 95 came up about it being like a pre-selected team, but I think that that was kind of one of the merits of it in some ways was trying to curate the right balance of personalities so that you have a, a high functioning team. Um, I'm not saying it's to be forever, but I think that if you go just down a kind of if you were to try and just do kind of popular elections to these posts, you probably wouldn't get as well balanced a team um, as we have. Now, I, I suspected that uh, when this went through and then the grant system uh, opened, I had a feeling you were going to get some nut jobs, right? Have you had any like proper dodgy, dodgy request, dodgy <laughs> requests like brought for grants or what? Like why are you just like these um, are fucking damners? I mean, there, there was some people who were after uh, what was it, NFT Nashville? Uh, no, that's so that's that's just a joke. Uh, that that's not fair. Uh, nah, um, to be honest, the the vast majority of applications I think have been serious. Um, I think I tried to sort of articulate this a little bit earlier. Sometimes it's like it's not that things are bad ideas; it's just that they're not going to meet the threshold at which we're going to uh, put our resources into supporting them um what's been interesting is that the number where they've fallen slightly short but we've seen potential and we've said right go away work on this come back um because you know it's like oh we're going to need to rescope this you're going to need to change your budget uh so it's been a fairly iterative process i think there have been some people where they've seen there's a grants program and so they apply without really any understanding of Atom and they just do a, you know, and it's basically, you know, it's just going to be another copy and paste thing. And they're like, oh, we'll bring this product to Atom. And it's like, that's not how it works, mate. Like you can't just stick your, your Solidity decks, you know, on here. 
and it's you know your your innovative uni fork is not going to go on top of atom and suddenly drive a load of value here uh or you know we're going to create this you know way to create a load of shit coins that's not going to be the way it works so i think there's been there's been things like that but for the most part i would say that applications have been serious they've just we're having to be selective because otherwise you just you know if you if we approved every grant you just run out of money almost immediately right and it's not the way it should be mate you know something that i've been thinking about for like a very long time uh, I know you guys are going to be very careful, et cetera, et cetera, with the money and the grants, blah, blah. But we all know like dev work isn't cheap. I mean, if you are investing in quality projects, uh, obviously like Cosmoverse has already been sponsored. We kind of know what cash that is. Uh, I know there's other stuff going on. So the 8 million is because uh, it's not like gathering any stake and rewards or anything, right? It's just sat there. It's we've got, we've got a little bit that we've liquid staked about 10%. We're going to do a bit more. Okay. Because what we don't want to do is it for it to be diluted, um, you know, and run out of value that we can we can drive to the community. Again, there's a risk management element to that, right? Um, of just kind of trying yeah, to diversify. What I was going to say is, when it's all said and done at the end of the day, right? Will do you think? And I know I would just hypothesise anyway. Do you think that? Uh, the, the Atom Accelerator DAO, if it could like prove success, blah, 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 good management, et cetera, do you think it would go back to the hub? Do you think like people should expect that in the future, whether it's like, you know, 12 months, 18 months, two years, three, whatever, as long as you guys can go back and show like real like value, you know, value accrual, but more importantly, I think the support of like public goods and stuff like that, yeah, and, you know, getting the name out there and getting the message out there. Like, do you think that's a possibility? Would there be another 95? I would like... I, I would, I would, yeah, I want it to go back. I actually want it to go back in a really, this is, this is just hypothetical because it's not a decided sort of policy from anyone, but this is the way that I would want to see it done is I believe that this was a pilot. It's got, we have got nine months to make things happen. If at the end of that nine months, the pilot's successful, what I don't think is helpful is for it to be something where it's like, oh, this is going to exist for another year. And then it's going to have to come back again. I think what you want is you want a really um, sustainable argument where it goes. The community pool is going to commit X percentage on a per block basis to a grant program. And that you can then change. You could vote to change that parameter if we're not spending the money quickly enough or if we're spending it too quickly. But you basically go, actually, the community pool exists to, you know, is going to be used intentionally. So whether it's like one percent of inflation, whether it's point one percent of inflation, you basically say we're going to take this. It's going to be go through the distribution model. It's going to go out to the DAO and it's going to be stuff that they can use and they have a runway then. Right. And then there's a sort of a wind down process so that you basically go, yeah, if we're going to call it a day, there's this amount of time, because obviously we saw with the Juno Growth Fund, for example, that Juno was left with a number of outstanding uh, grants that it needs to make payments of because the Growth Fund had committed to them and it had to decide whether it wanted to honor those debts or not. So there are some things you need to kind of structure in terms of like how you how you end the accelerator if you set it up. But I think that probably the most sensible thing in the long term whether it's the accelerator in its current form whether it's a different thing i think there is an absolute need for business development on the hub i think there's a need for multiple teams doing this i really don't think it's one team 
I think there are multiple teams that need to coordinate and they need to work together because we don't have a core team and we don't have a foundation. We don't have a Atom Labs. So we're going to have to create our own versions of these as a community and we want to have them accountable but then what you do is you adjust you want them to be almost on like gauges or something like that where you just adjust the percentage of uh the community pool going to it on a block by block basis and that way you can have like yeah you've got three months capital plus it's going to be refilled at x rate and then it you know and then it should become it's it's not going to be self-sustaining because it's coming from the pool but it should always be delivering value and then at any point in time the community pool can vote uh the you know the community can vote to turn off the tap or adjust the flow and think you know what we need more we need less we want to do this we want to do that and it's going to control it in that way as opposed to what we have at the moment which is you're set up you're going to run for nine months like that's not a great model for anyone because it means that i mean obviously if the community said pull the plug on the accelerator down we'd return the money, but it's not actually there in code, right? And I think we have to get to a point where it's there in code and we have to get to a point where you you have that kind of granular control from the community to empower individual DAOs to go away and do pieces of work on behalf of the community. I think that's super important. I'm sure we'll get to a version there, whether that's for the accelerator or whether that's for other people. I'm less bothered. It's not so much about... I'm not particularly tribal about these things. I just think that's the best possible structure that the community pool could have, as opposed to it feeling like a, um, I think, it, you know, people have called it a developer slush fund and things in the past. And I think, like, if you don't want it to be that, it has to have, like, an intentional purpose, like any kind of, um, you know, like the tax that we're taking from stakers should have a purpose in its life, right? And that should be whether it's funding public goods, whether it's funding marketing efforts, whether it's used to acquire other tokens, whether it's used to diversify the treasury, whether it's going to be used for kind of in, uh, investments like sort of VC style things. I, I, like, who knows? But I think that's the model that we should be aiming for as opposed to it being a um, on a prop by prop basis in these kind of time bound and very limited ways. I think that that model seems to make more sense to me. So I'd be, but I'd be, you know, interested because I, I haven't had this conversation hugely with with many people i just think it's the way that i i see it reflecting much more of what happens in the real world and i think that you know one of the things is like i know that people want blockchain to be different but i think that it's a good idea to learn from the way that things are set up in real life as opposed to just living in the world of magic internet money haha <laughs> magic internet money i love that one it never gets old does it hey uh, bro i heard you mention community there uh, and I know, you know, got to watch the time. This show's been gone like nearly three hours. Uh, Finn is going to chop it up, though, for the interview to keep this a separate show, which I think is really good. I think it's really good that this has happened with your man from Delphi. And literally just a couple of days later, I might want to come on the show, bam, straight away. Again, very uh, eloquently uh, put, you know, the answers, very measured. Like, you know how to play this game. So my question here to you would be, are you the most like direct link? Do you think to, I mean, you talked about like better future in the background and stuff. Do you think you're the like number one, probably like public face of this DAO or like most in touch with the community, most relevant to the community or? Sure. That's a, I wouldn't ever want to kind of like self aggrandize myself too much. I think that like, um, 
the thing is, is that I probably am the one that, like, because my part of my role on the DAO is to manage our socials, I'm the one that sees things where people are talking to the DAO, right? So I, and like, I've very much chosen that I, when I'm replying, like, there's DAO stuff where that's DAO approved, like, you know, comms. And then there's bits where it's like, oh, I just need to reply to this person. And so when I do that, I reply as me. And that's kind of my rule about it where, you know, nobody wants to be talking to a, a kind of amorphous blob. You want to be talking to a person. There should be some personal accountability there. Um, I think I had a thing with Ray the other day. It actually kind of went to um, DMs rather than um, uh, publicly because I think he ended up deleting his tweets. But basically it was when when the MetaMask grant was added, it wasn't um, – was announced it wasn't on the dashboard and he was like i can't see this what how much you know what is it and basically i replied to him and was like this is my fault i have not had time to do the work to update the dashboard yet i will do it but it will be in a day or so's time and like but it's on me it's not on the DAO, and it's really important i think that people know if it's me dropping the ball i want them to know it's me I don't want to tarnish the reputations of the other people I work with if I can't, you know, if I've just not got time to do a particular piece of work. Um, you know, I was on, like, I'd already done about two additional hours for the DAO that day. I didn't have time to do the extra bit of work to get the dashboard up to me. So I prioritized the right work. I was going to, you know, and I just, but then like for me, it was like, right, I've just got to hold my hands up here because someone is trying to find information they should be able to see and they can't see it. And that's on me. So I think that that's kind of how I see it. I don't think I'm necessarily the main link to the community, but I do take that my responsibilities to the community deeply seriously. Um, but I also think that, you know, again, you'll see Curious Jay does a very similar kind of job in terms of replying to people. You know, what he's responsible for is a lot of the kind of like follow up with um, the grants that we've issued, just seeing whether projects are on schedule, how they're doing, you know, whether they're running to problems, are they hitting their milestones? So again, he's a, you know, enormous person when it comes to actually like our accountability to, to the public. And again, he seems to take that responsibility just as seriously as I take mine. You know, I think, I think a lot of people in the community, I think it, it, it sits a lot easier with the community, you being on there and actually like coming out and talking roads and, Especially if I go back to when we first started the space, that like you came on. Was it you that came on with uh, Rena, right? Ages ago. Uh, I couldn't make on with Rena, but I, I think I could get you something like that because I think at the time I was out at uh, some Chinese New Year celebrations uh, when she was doing her one. But I came on like a few days afterwards or something and I spoke to people then. Um, but, I, you know, I, I'm, I've always kind of been willing just to front up and have a chat. I don't see any, you know, what, what harm's it ever going to do? Yeah, I think that's pretty cool because it does like kind of like, a, you know, it, it smooths kind of any like, I'm not going to say concerns, but people, you know, we know that there's big funds being spent. We like the fact that there's like some oversight from someone who we can relate to as a community member, you know. But dude, uh, I mean, I'm pretty much out. They, they were all the talking points uh, I had for like for the, pretty much the day. And I did want a little bit of crack, you know, outside of that there, but tanks come up. Uh, Tank, have you got any questions? In, and uh, I don't know, Bendy feels like a guy. So the recorded one, we normally do a close mic, but if anyone's got any particular questions, I'm sure Bendy will be more than happy if he's got the time to take them. But maybe Tank's got something. 
Yeah, come, yeah, go on. Ask the question, Tank. Hey, Bendy. Hey, hey Robo. Hey, guys. Uh, sorry I joined late. I'm actually currently driving, so hopefully I'm not breaking up or whatnot. Um, no, uh, I just, you know, I, I, I think you're, you're absolutely correct. Bendy coming on uh, and as consistent as he's been addressing the community and being, you know, forward-facing with the community has definitely uh, been something that I, I really do uh, appreciate, uh, especially from Bendy and, and the team. Uh, but I, no, I, I think uh, I don't really have any questions. To be honest with you. Oh, yeah, I, will say, I, I, I do want to say, uh, hey, Bendy, uh, I know we, we, we uh, with all the efforts uh, for me in the group, uh, what, I, I hope to see or have you guys, I, I guess my question is, have you guys seen anybody uh, submitting any things when it comes to uh, like uh, nurturing ICS 721 and NFTs for the Cosmos Hub? I would love to see you guys get some kind of like other projects wanting to do stuff or requesting for funding or anything like that, man. Um, off the top of my head, I'm not aware of anything, but that uh, what I've got to say is that um, I said, I think I may have said this before you were on the call tank. Um, I've got my first allocation of grants to review uh, for batch four. Um, which I'm going to be doing over the weekend, so I can't. I can kind of only speak to the first two batches where we've issued the grants, and then there's a third one that's kind of in flight and will be closed off next week. I don't think of there being anything in the world of NFTs there. I think that um, one of the things that I think is really interesting at the moment is the sense that um, uh, Cosmos may potentially take itself too seriously. We do not want like there's a sense that. NFTs are a bit frivolous, but I genuinely believe that a you know an NFT-based kind of consumer chain on Atom uh, should exist. And I also think that you know obviously NFTs have huge potential beyond um, you know what they're doing at the moment. And I think they're really interesting in terms of some of the work that you know people in the in this space have done in terms of like having uh, communities rally around them. Uh, and I don't, I don't see there being any reason why why that shouldn't be something that is funded. I just think that we need, you know, we need teams that really want to to dig into that and can really articulate why it's going to be great for Atom. But I'd love to see a strong proposal on that. I really would. That's awesome. I'm I'm so glad to hear that coming from you, man. Like, yeah, I I, I can't wait to the day that you come out on on any one of these spaces and uh and let everybody know that there's a, a team or a group that's wanting to kind of like push that forward on, on whatever they're trying to build and incorporate NFTs. Uh, keep us in the know, man. You guys are doing great work. Oh, thanks, Tank. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I'm going to, you know, resonate that uh, sentiment. Like that's that's very, very important uh, takeaway, Bendy, because, you know, like I'm not going to say maybe you've got like added pressure or whatever, but you're like, you know, reviewing stuff at the weekend, arranging interviews and that now. Like I think it's pretty good for you as well to be like, ah, right, you know, I, we are doing a good job. People are believing in us, and I think that might give you a little boost. You know, it, it's great to hear because, like, you know, you, 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 like, obviously, I'm being paid, so it's not like I'm doing this out of the goodness of my heart. But it is one of those things where you go, is it really worth it for the amount of time that I'm spending and the time that you're not spending with your family and the time? You know, you just think it's got to be making a difference, and you really hope that people are seeing that. Uh, so it's fantastic to hear it because that feels like you know it, that that little bit of love just makes you feel like you're you're doing a job that is worthwhile. 
So thank you. I really appreciate it. Oh, calm down. The word love is a bit too strong. Uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris, do you want a, do you want a good question for Bendy before we start wrapping it up? I was just, this is the only way I could listen to these pieces as <laughs> <Just> listening <laughs> as a speaker. No worries, mate. Uh, Chris, I would say probably even maybe unless you really want to desperately listen, I would wait. Finn will have this uh, edited and cut because like you got two hours of us just like shit talking until we got to Bendy, right? Uh, so yeah, man, either either skip to two hours where he kicks in if you want to go at the spaces replay or. Uh, wait for Finn to put up a little show because it could be good and I'm hoping that maybe Bendy can share the, the proper show out because like, Finn's going to do a good edit because a very good representation of the uh, you know if you're speaking for the AA DAO in a room like this and you conduct yourself like that like yeah that should be a good you know flagship for you yeah Hey hey, before uh, before you guys do kind of wrap it up I, I don't know I just said it before but uh, after what Bendy just said like hey Bendy personally like you know, you guys are, you're doing, you're doing a great job. And I, and I know it's probably very, very time consuming and overwhelming at times, but I, you know, just recently reviewing uh, what's been uh, proposed and what has passed as far as the allocations from the, the Adam Accelerator DAO, like I, I can see it. I, and I can see the investments probably just like you guys saw the potential in, in investing all of these things. Uh, you know, over time, it, it, you know, it's drops in the bucket that are going to make the difference. And I think you guys are really making a difference. So thank you for, for sticking with that, man. Oh, that's that's really kind because I think it is, it is you're, you're right. It's, it's incremental steps, but I think that, you know, it's one of those things where not one thing is going to be a magic silver bullet. But I think that if we, if we do enough of them, obviously there's people always talk about how you should build in bear market i think one of the great advantages that atom has over a lot of other things is it does have um enough liquidity to cope with building during the bear and i'm really i i cannot wait to see what this is off once we've been you know once we've done the full nine months funded you know 40 different things or whatever it ends up being and then you start to get we once we get back into a bull market the difference that it's going to make is going to be amazing so like it is a long-term game i think that obviously in crypto everyone wants short-term uh pumps and things in the price uh but i think that really what we're trying to do is lay some very sustainable long-term foundations because um you know that has to be the way that we actually make the difference in uh, um, to you know to everyone in the long run, and it isn't just about sort of uh, chasing the latest narrative. Like I think you know we have a hundred percent conviction that IBC and interoperability is and the kind of uh, that is the future, and it doesn't really matter what the current narrative is, uh, but what does matter is having all of the best infrastructure and having really quality building happening there and the right uh, tools tools for people to do you know and then short-term opportunities like metamask snaps right where suddenly you can open it up to new users and we can actually get cosmos out there a bit more and make that a bit more accessible to people that's really exciting but um yeah no appreciate everything you're saying tank yeah metamask metamask snaps that's a good start let's uh let's see this grow let's see some long-term like value accrual some you know get get the bloody public goods pumping again so when the masses do come we're equipped you know bendy uh yeah mate. i don't know if you want to say anything else mate but we're going to wrap it up because that's a nice little hour interview and 
Our new rules are interviews oh. are an hour, you know. Got anything you want to say before close it out? No, I just wanted to thank you for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to speak to you and to speak to everyone. And uh, I'm sure we'll, we'll speak again soon. But if anyone's got any questions or anything about the accelerator, just reach out. Um, you can you know, always find me and I'm happy to talk to anyone. Um, thank you very much. Yeah, what I was going to say, Bendy, is you know what I would recommend, dude? Like once a, once a month, I mean, because that's kind of enough, you know, but once a month, like, should do a tank show, then the next month, do, like... I was just going to say, I was just going to chime in and, and, and ask uh, if, if you are up for sometime next week or maybe the week after, like just doing a, a review, you know, just a catch-up so the community can see what's going on with the with the Adam, et cetera, Dow, you know, the, the progression and, and stuff like that. Yeah, just send me a DM, we'll sort of, we'll sort of time. Awesome. Sounds great. I will do th- definitely do that. It will be good. Like, uh, well, like I said, once a month, like with like a different show, you know, like, you know, you come on Rack FM a few weeks in it, you do Tank, you know, the next month or something, you pop on Joe. I mean, as long as there's, if there's developments kind of thing, you know. But yeah, uh, dude, from Rack FM, you've been a good friend, uh, Bendy. We appreciate you coming on and giving us some of your time today, buddy. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Take care. Someone's getting rugged, I think, are they? I hope it's not me. Anyway, I'm going to. Close this out if Bendy's got nothing to add to it. Uh, cracking show, cracking interview, guys. Finn will have this like chopped up very shortly. Definitely go and listen to the edits. Us earlier, just pure shit talking. But yeah, you got a good kind of insight into <clears throat> what's been going on uh, over on the Atom Accelerator Dow. Uh, I've come away, you know, the sniff test has been well and truly passed. You know, that, uh, that guy leaving, it's a bit of a much of a do about nothing kind of thing very very easily replaced and like bendy says he's only a third of the shoe you know someone else is doing a third of his role someone else is doing a third of his role so and it's the technical expertise people etc that are doing the particular thing or whatever their uh, role is so it's really good yeah very very bullish bendy i'm going to close it out thank you very very much my friend take care right and have a, i hope you don't work too hard this weekend buddy yeah dude take care right i might have a little break and do an unrecorded one on my own account tank right it's a little break, right? Good, good night and God. Sounds good. I'll look. All right. Good night and God bless everybody, wherever you are. Stay safe and we'll speak to you guys soon. Huh? What? No, I'm, I'm, I'm up. I'm up. I know. That guy does the longest outros. Sorry. I had to take a fucking beauty sleep there uh so now that the interview is done right there in front of you the first hour the second hour is uh the roundup which was the first hour and a half if you listen live but now it's the second you know what going back to sleep at last back down as listener oh back up as speaker there we go so there was a uh, twitter update for ios robo I just applied it and rebooted. So maybe that was what was causing it. Yeah, I should probably turn on uh, auto updates. I always forget. I, I usually keep them on for like iOS, but I don't keep them on for apps. I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to change that. That would cut down on this bullshit. Yeah, mate, you've got to be careful with like a bloatware and stuff, right? Uh, I, I make sure I, I, yeah. I streamline like my bloody device and shit, like, you know what I mean? But uh, I don't have like auto updates on because like, how many times? Yeah, it's scary leave mine. Dude, how many times have they done an update and it's messed up and complete app totally? 
Yeah, in an hour, so it's hard to row back. Good morning there, Queen Bee. I hope you're well on this uh, fine Friday morning, yeah, for you. Good morning, Benz. So what's up, Robo? Bindi, huh? What is uh what is AAD what is AA Dow? Oh, that's the Atom Accelerator Dow. Uh, I wonder what's up with Bateman. Ah, gotcha. Her microphone's not shown for me. Uh, ah, okay, wait a minute. Neither. So can you write, okay, if I click on a profile photo, it goes black, right? When I've done this with you, I came back and I could see it. I wonder if she's like trying to talk and we can't hear her, both of us. So oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Oh. I um, I was putting my uh, child on the bus and um, my friend brought <laughs> over some flour. We had a little tote together this morning. <laughs> Early this morning. I love it. Get yourself ready for the day, yeah? Yep. My husband's golfing right now, so that's he's lucky. Gets to golf all day today. How is everybody doing? Awesome. How are you? I think I'm happy that I get to use the big computer with the three screens since my husband's is not here. So I think that's like the highlight of my day today. Oh, Kit's here. I love Kit. She's great. Giga brain. She is great. I was reading her tweets. What, what was that? What did you say? So, so yeah, she's a giga brain. I love reading her tweets. I love when she like starts talking. Like everyone's talking about something, and then she starts talking at it at a higher level than everybody else. And you're like, she's a. You're like a, a mystified a little bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She was in one of those uh, Gino rooms the other night with Reese, and they were having some conversations. I'm like, I don't know what the hell either of these people are saying. You know, that happens to me a lot um, on, you know, sometimes I'll go into these spaces. I, I have I I'll take notes because I don't know what they're talking about. But I've noticed that after a while of like listening to it within the context of what's being spoken, I feel like more and more it, um, like things will start making I have been starting to make sense. It's almost like my brain is starting to like understand some of the concepts. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, for sure. And that's what I was about to say is over the years, I've learned a lot. And I, I feel like I understand a lot at a high level, but there are definitely levels. But as long as you can get the concepts, that's the main thing. Because sometimes like a kit or a Reese or these devs, they start talking about stuff in detail. Like you don't have to understand all the details. You just need to understand the concept of what they're trying to do. But it can be frustrating when you when you don't understand the details. That's like when when Tank was trying to talk about the balance thing this week and everyone's brain was melting. It's because you know conceptually you could kind of see where he was going or what he was saying but they weren't grasping the details and sometimes it just takes time more than anything i think Bobo's having connection issues. oh no he's there okay. i'm back oh i i've got to go and cash in everything there but yeah ray ray uh, raspberry was not impressed right with uh with balance the other night right yeah i don't think ray's wrong for his opinion you know what i'm saying like he is saying like you can't just apply something willy nilly. You you need to understand the bigger problem. I think Tank's thing is like, hey, it doesn't have to be that complicated. Like from a conceptual and a basic point of view, we know what's wrong, at least part of what's wrong. So I don't think either of them are wrong. It's just different viewpoints, different perspectives, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, B bands, obviously, that was a bit of a like bang on head to head. I know you were in and out the other night, like listening in. I don't know what you thought. Uh, did you hear any of Ray's comments on balance or not? 
Okay, she might be busy. No, no, no. Uh, I did not hear okay. any comments. Oh, no, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm actually trying to get myself like situated um, right now. So, so I'm like running around the house and getting all my accoutrements. But yes, I did not get to hear, but I did hear that, you know, there was a lot of pushback about it um, with Timmy and Ray, right? Yeah. And for me, it was weird being there because like a lot of the information was new to me because I'd been to work and I, I hadn't watched it. You know, it was when I was asleep in the middle of the night, right? Uh, and then I, I was like teaching in the morning and then I was teaching in the evening, right? Uh, and I had to get ready and across the city. Like I hadn't had time. And then I'm like listening and I'm like, like what, what exactly like transpired? Because people are talking about they're like too complicated or something. People couldn't understand it. But then like Ray come in and said, like, if this was Tank looking at anyone else, like as an investor, he would just like shake his head, like blah, blah, blah. Like kind of weird vibes I got mine quite strongly worded as well. Like, Ray didn't hold back, you know? So yeah, that's, I didn't... that's good that Ray didn't hold back. I think we'd all agree on that, right? And he, I don't think it's a personal attack. Uh, I think it's just he, he and, and, and I would say this, he has applied that statement to more than just Tank. He has said that to a few people. Like, whoa, you guys need to slow down. We need to figure out what the issue is before you can fix anything. And that does make sense. Yeah, I, I mean, what I had to say was the other night that it's again back to like having a burn module you know, there's this real epic quest to burn uh, Juno. Like, isn't there? Like, from certain areas, you know. Uh, and when you say, Robo, that you shouldn't burn just for the sake of burning, if you're just burning to create more scarcity, that's a short term price pump fix and nothing else, right? It's bullshit, basically. Uh, when you consider, like, what Juno is going to be used for, what it is when the inflation ends, what the, what the max supply is, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I don't, I, I really don't know. None of us know what the answer is to Juno. The best answer would be to let Reese run wild with the tech because he's gone through these upgrades. Boom. I mean, this kid is so laser focused, right? And invested, yeah. Uh, committed. And he, oh, isn't he just, and he's he doing it stuff, right? Yeah, even by the yeah. other day, he just let everyone put everyone on blast. Like, I'm here. Like, just let me do my thing. Yeah, I mean, I I really didn't know what to say. It just you, we we already had like the bone mechanism con like conversation ages ago, and uh, the prop uh, which actually didn't go up but was going to, but when the Commonwealth got feedback and some changes and stuff. Or the second version was going to have some changes. Sorry, the the big thing that everybody like moaned about at the time, like all the validators, loads of people, was the burn, and that that's what they got uh, them to take it out. They got them to but, take it out, didn't they? But, but, the wouldn't say, but wouldn't you say what Tank is proposing isn't so much a burn as it is a transfer? Because if if you're burning, but you're then replacing with a different token, and that token's value is like absorbing eighty percent of that value, then the other twenty percent is remaining as, as, a, as a new community fund. Like, I get what Tank's saying. I, I don't think it's just a, a, like, hey, let's burn for the sake of burning. It, it makes a lot more sense what Tank is saying. And I'm, I'm not saying that everyone's going to agree or think he's right, but it, he's not promote, promoting just a burn. I think there is a huge difference, and some people can't kind of dissect that part of it. I think you know what it is, right? Uh because I have missed a lot of this stuff and I'm I'm angry at myself that I have because I'm like literally talking like with what 20 not even 25% bloody knowledge here of like the actual thing and 
the whole thing, how it works. I kind of like nearly switched off the other night a little bit. It was late for me. Uh, what was it like at 12 o'clock? Well, so uh, no, it was to break, and that was late when they were having that conversation and you came in the next day. So, yeah, you would have been up at, what, 3 a.m. that day? Oh, dude, I was, it was a stressful, stressful few days. Like that, uh, that one uh, I did on last Saturday, that 10 hours that Liz got me to start. Oh, my God, honestly. When I looked at it, I didn't even believe we'd been going for 10 hours. I was absolutely ill, like shattered, uh, like uh, Sunday, Monday, like nearly into Tuesday, bro. That's why I had some time off, yeah? That's why we didn't do a show until Wednesday. When he did Wednesday, and then this, we've had a bit of time off, you know? Nothing wrong with the bit of time off, right? Absence makes the heart go fonder. Exactly. Sometimes you need a break, man. You guys run hard all the time. Truly. So, listen question um i've been uh have you guys heard of the bushi b-u-s-h-i bushi um it's a game um it's yeah. a game first yeah um so they are they've been building out like you know their stuff on the you know just kind of like in the background not really you know gaming doing the game first and like the nft later and they launched their stuff on secret and now they're launching um their uh their battle pass on stewie network Right, is that how you say it? Stewie? Oh, Stewie, S-U-I. Yeah, S-U-I, yeah. So um, the mint's like, I think like 20 bucks, 24 bucks or some, some something like that. But um, I didn't mint it on secret, but I'm kind of interested in doing it on the Stewie. And especially as awesome as that game, as have you guys seen how cool that game looks? I it's like What's it called? It's called Bougie. B-U-S-H-I. Bougie. And then... um. They're minting on June 6th on Stewie. So you need like a Stewie wallet. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a Stewie wallet and check it out. But you can see like the game is pretty, pretty cool um, on here. I actually, can, can I mint it, put it to the top? I have, I'm just interested in it. I just talked to him like months and months and months ago. Um, we had, he had like a, there was like a web three spaces and he was on there. Um, but anyways, I think it's cool. So. Just wanted to share that. And then I have a meeting at nine o'clock with the Juno with the Juno people. So oh, it'll be interesting person. to listen and then we'll be able to we'll be able to share more information after the second meeting. So this is a third person shooter. And yeah, that's gonna be like I can't wait to hear what you guys do with uh the Juno meeting. What details come out of that? Yeah, this looks like a third person shooter. Huh. Is this the one with the gelato, yeah? They bands? No, this isn't the one with auto. This is just bougie. It's a game first before no, it was. Oh man, <laughs> no, the the meeting. Sorry. Oh, there. <laughs> Not the <laughs> meeting. Um, yes, it's at nine, so I'm gonna have to kick rocks at that point. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's absolutely fine because Bendy's not gonna drop in until later. Oh, I'm gonna need a a bit of a call because uh, it's been another tough day to day at the office, like. Tough all day, I tell you. Four, like, okay. really, really. No, I had, listen to this, I had four, like, really, really clever, like, top-level guys, right, in procurement. But, like, they all work on different stuff. Like, one of them does, like, uh, takes care of, like, building the, well, kind of like the chief engineer for building the uh, cold, like, storage warehouses. 
Oh, like putting forward all the shit. Like uh, one guy's in charge of like the packaging. Like these are all like high ups kind of thing. And oh my God, they run me for an hour like you wouldn't believe. <sighs> Batter me. Even one of the guys just even wanted to talk about AI. But man, he was hitting me with everything. Like you think he could. Ooh. But yeah, man, my brain's just, just getting in calm and motion now, B-Bands, yeah? Who's that? Who's that? Yeah. Said, how you doing? You're up here with a mic. You haven't said hello. He might have just grabbed it while he's on the school run. You know what he's like. Oh, yeah, Watch yeah. Him. Oh, he also, uh, maybe he was talking to the turkey or something. Or his rooster, whichever one. <laughs> I keep forgetting its name. I keep forgetting, you know, the, the rooster's name. He keeps telling me, isn't it Brandy or something or Randy or something? No, is it? I think. Oh, it's killing me. I'll have to ask him when he comes up. Can no one remember, no? It was Brandy because you know that song, Brandy? I just imagine he's what like. Fine, girl. What a good wife she would be for my life. My love and my lady is the sea. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's uh, like, I can imagine what he's like, this get big, gigantic rooster just walking around like fog on leg on around his garden, like like the best pals and that, you know. I tell you what, the mass of those fuckers, they're all over over here. Are they? Like, I mean, you guys have, I mean, there's a lot of wild stuff kind of just walking around right or that's not how it is no the cockfighting that i've all got them man all the fellas around here do you know cockfighting oh, yeah. god cockfighting is huge in thailand and in uh, like the philippines and that's like it's a national bloody sport just like it is like obviously like in south america and stuff you know unfortunately i fucking hated me it's the worst like Pop and dog fighting probably it's like the worst kind of animal on animal shit you'll say it's awful like but yeah they've all got them where i live man they're all kicking off four o'clock in the morning it's not funny so i finally um mess around with kujira like besides uh, messing around like whatever um i checked it out and it's wow it's pretty cool um it's a pretty cool dashboard and the whole thing is set up nice i easily bridged over um bridged over funds and like it wasn't i don't know why it took so long to even check it out it was pretty cool the decks and everything do you use it a lot um robo oh i, I use it like but not i'm not like as regularly as like say something like osmosis like but uh it's fucking beautiful like all of it honestly like, and look what they've got, like, with the mobile sonar wallet and shit, man, dropping. It's like, they're going to go mental. Did you, wasn't it uh, who made the announcement about uh, Kujera, uh, Gelato, yeah? He's down there, is B.I.? Yes. There, there, there's a, there was a pool. There, there is a pool. It's like a Gelato USK pool. When it yeah. first came out, it was like a thousand, a thousand percent APR. But you know how people like to splash the pool, right? <laughs> I saw that, yeah, yeah. I, I must say, mind, when I was listening to them, uh, did somebody mess around with, like, the, the house or something, right? Yeah, I was trying to do stuff as I was trying to listen in. And I only caught the gist, you know? But they were, like, the proper, like, addressed it, like, didn't they? Like, bang, 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 bang. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they and they um, they um said they didn't want to, they hadn't put out community funds yet, so, which is good. When, they, when that exploit happened, I think they tried to. 
when something like that happens, right? But same with raccoons. Do you know what matters? It's how you like handle yourself, how you like hold yourself, like in in public arena in the public square, you know, which is like Twitter, Twitter spaces. Yeah, think about it, right? Isn't it though? Like any any code, like you know, has a possibility of being able to get like exploited, right? If you look at what we've seen, right. And it's not even like about coding stuff. Like it can be like about like probabilities or could be flash loans that like there's, I would say probably about seven or eight, maybe, I don't know, but there might be a little bit less or more like scenarios where you can kind of clarify it as like, because hacks and exploits are different, aren't they really? Yeah. We all know like, uh, like what, a what an exploit is when they just kind of use the contract, find a way to use the contract in, in, in a way that it's not intended. Yeah, but the contract so allows... What's the difference between that and a hack, like a hack? Right, a hack is when a malicious actor would like specifically target you and go after you, you also, like try to get through your security to get to whether it's information, whether it's money or whatever else, right? Knowledge, IP. Whereas like an exploit is like, say, uh, what happened on the flash loans, right? with uh, White Whale and Raccoon and the casino, yeah? But like where it could do like a, a double transaction within the same block because of the flash loan, right? And basically it's a, just a perfect example of that the code wasn't right. And that's why like Moll and them were like, hey, like they literally come straight out and just said, hey, that, it's, up, it's on us. The code wasn't strong enough. Like they weren't aware. I mean, to be fair, when they deployed, flash loans uh, weren't on Juno. And then obviously after the terror crash and to help them build uh, Migaloo, right? Not long before they launched Migaloo, they released uh, flash loans on Huahua, on Luna, on Juno, and on fuck, another one, a fourth one, I kind of think of it. Uh, and pretty much like straight away, they were used on the, uh, on the gaming contracts, right? Anyway, they came out and said straight away, like, bam, right, this is it. This is the recovery plan. This is, you know, and they're going stronger today. That's what I'll think about you a lot. Or this will just reinforce them as a team even better. They'll have like loads of eyes on their OPSEC. I heard uh, Risby, I think it was, or somebody mentioned about like someone could be watching the watching the room or something. I think I, I, I presume he was meaning like counting the cards or something. I'm not too sure there, Risby, throwing a module with a you want to talk to a proper bloody card counter, don't you? Someone like uh, Eric. I'm from Astrovolt. That's how you want to be taught new about that shit. You know what I'm talking about, B-Bands? Like a cow counter, like in real life or like on the computer? Because I'm a little confused. I don't know. Not very, very proper counting cards back in the day. That's where he's like uh, talking genius shit comes from. But I'm telling you, man, with that kind of shit, man, that's, that's the kind of big brain you speak to. He knows all that shit. I like when they were talking about the probability and that though last night. Really interesting stuff, like, aye. And fucking hell, that game's not done bad, like, is it? 800,000 gelato, man, or something, right? Yeah, no, I don't think so. And I like the, um, I kind of excited about the little collection that's going to be released, even though I'm too poor to afford it. Um, <laughs> it's like 69 pieces, but it's all on the, it's all Maria's art, you know what I mean? And it has like kind of like bondage a little bit, like, kind of nakey little nakey um woman from cosmo art and stuff like that so i think i'm kind of excited to see it when's that dropping i, I didn't get because i didn't get all the way through 
July, July, July. Okay. Sorry, I'm like literally trying to like make sure I have all of my stuff ready for this meeting. <laughs> I was like, I, okay, I got four, everything open that I need. <laughs> I have four screens. I'm ready. How many screens? I have four screens up right now. Oh my goodness! Uh, what did you think about who won? And one like laptop screen that I'm using. What did you think about who won the uh, the raffle ticket for the wheelchair mafia? Did you see that? Oh, I got to look at that. Hold on one second. Let me pull that first information you asked me for. Tidbit. Tidbit from Notional. Oh, uh, yeah. Lil. I think I was calling him Lil for a while. No, that was Lil, Lil, Lil Bits or some, something. Yeah, Tidbit. That's what I call him. <laughs> I nicknamed him <laughs> Tidbit ages ago. <laughs> so... So the so it's looking to launch possibly like second week of July, July 9th, that kind of time, and then fifty thousand stars public sale. So price, I guess so. Whitelist price to be determined. So interesting. Yeah. I, I I was like B bands, Mr. B bands. I think I'm gonna have to send you out there tricking, turn in some tricks so I can pick up one of these um. And have teased. And he's like, I'd shave my legs. And I'm like, good, get out there now. <laughs> oh my goodness. How long are you expecting this meeting to be anyway? What how long was the first one? It was like an hour and a little bit more than an hour. I mean, just about that much. I think an hour is good because um people start kind of like I think people can just start losing interest or start, you know rambling or whatever i don't know i just think an hour is good right for a meeting yeah pretty much i would say unless you fucking plan on like discussing building a company or something <laughs> <laughs> okay well you know these are the initial meetings so i understand there's probably gonna have to be longer meetings but i'm just i'm just guessing Go, going back to this thing what what chris was talking about there right earlier and the, the balance stuff and the burn etc like you know what what needs to be done is it needs to be done like down right and like a, a flow chart or whatever right like we have to start at the fundamental fact of does juno need a complete overhaul of its tokenomics right to yeah make, yeah to make a more there's a, there's a there's a there's about three things that they are really looking on tackling and um you know, to be to successfully be able to restructure things, you know, that, you know, that has to be part of it. And everyone's got to be willing. You know, so we'll see. Well, but yeah, um, I can't say too much. I'm trying to be I'm trying to be careful because we're I'm supposed to wait till the second meeting or until everyone agrees what can and can't be shared. Oh, come on. It's quite easy. To, I mean, look, they haven't really got a problem with development, have they? No, they haven't really got a problem like with security, have they? No, they've got a problem with communications. Yes, they have. Have they got a problem with the economic model? Probably, maybe, but like it's part of a much bigger conversation. That one, like there, there doesn't need an overall on its uh, tokenomics is a huge, isn't it? Kind of like conversation, like that's a big one, and it's like so many different routes that like you can take, you know? Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm like, 
you know, it's, you know, when you have a lot of stuff inside and you just want to burst with like and tell everybody everything, but like you cannot. That's how I'm feeling right now. I've been feeling like this for like three days. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to, I just want to, I just want to talk. I just want to share what was, what was said, but it's not good. I need to, I need to not and wait. Oh, of course not. Of course not. Did Let's you talk about did you, did you the Jacob? Did you say the Jacob NFTs? Yeah, we had to put them up today for flicks, you know. <laughs> super sexy, super sexy. Um, I think that. Uh, do you think he would like? I don't know. Come back and like be angry because he has like the sausage thing. Oh, he's already sue people or something and say you guys are not being very nice to me. It's bullying. No, he's already seen it. He's already seen it and laughed about it when it, we uh, had the show. We showed him money not then. I, I was been waiting for him building his DAO. He's called Notional DAO and they haven't even got a DAO. I've literally been waiting for ages so we could send it from our treasury because it's in our treasury, right? Uh, to him, I said we'd send it as a gift. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll get it. The tidbit to set one up. Still waiting. What can you do, Bayband? Come on. I've tried. Sorry, I'm, I'm here dealing with the dogs and running around and shit. You're cool, I need to man. Get together. I need to get my freaking life straight right now. So, yeah. So, I was on OmniFlix today and I saw uh, Chris on there as well. Yeah. Chris, do you like do you like using OmniFlix like yeah? You know, I do. I mean, I, I love, like, minting on DowDow is, is pretty easy. I, I would say OmniFlix um, is almost just as easy. There are a few quirks that are a little bit different on OmniFlix, but they, they are constantly improving. Um, you, you know what I'm excited for, Robo, is the the uh, bulk minting. That that uh, The actual fight farm collection I want to do, that's 600 UFC fighters at roughly 50 NFT cards per fighter. That's 30,000. So, I mean, I, I've been waiting for, like, bulk mint bulk list so i haven't got to test that but just going through and like minting out these small collections i've done it's been pretty easy i've made some mistakes um and i think that if they but but i'm i'm kind of like i'll go and report and say hey man have you guys considered this or just from a ui ux perspective and of course i'm not the end all be all they got to consider everyone's uh wants and needs but yeah i would say if i was given on a scale from one to ten i'd give them a strong nine robo what do you think 100 percent, 100 percent. when they add some features and the tv and that's all oh, it's going to take right off absolutely yeah, take it off i'm telling you TV's and, be awesome see, and communities yeah and i can see they're like a kind of staking platform being used more as as that other side of the business grows as well uh, and uh, you, uh, you will see like real value capture like eventually for uh, for flicks. Uh, so yeah, we did. I did the bulk editions uh, today. So have you messed around with it since the the put them new features in like the editions? Yeah, I haven't. So I, I did that one. Well. Uh, did you do the POA? Yeah, for last week. Uh yes. Well, I airdropped that today, but there's a problem, and it's the problem's not on our end, right? Uh, and it, it's provable, obviously. On, on, I haven't fucked this up, right? I've only fucked one up so far, right? Uh, but and I didn't fuck the two wraps up, by the way. <clears throat> Shout out, Robo, uh, dude. It's uh, that only the pictures shown at the minute, uh, but on the uh, the IPFS, 
it is actually on there, right? The, the audio that Brasco put together, and for somehow on that back end, it's not like thinking up. And you know, I don't have it yet. Um, yeah, it's weird if if the picture would show. That's probably a front end issue for Omniflix showing it on the front end, right? Bro, you should have uh, you should have the the one that we've uh, dropped right today. Of course, you should. Yeah, I'm looking for it. And you, you know what? I actually was curious, Robo. So that was the question was about Liam, right? Because this yeah. was from the Liam interview. And I remember when I was watching it and, then, and when you interact, it popped up and it asked, like, what's Liam's YouTube channel? And I went to click it and and I knew what Liam's channel name was, but I like, went blank for a second. So I switched over to YouTube and quickly pulled it up when I switched back the question had disappeared. So I was like, I wonder if that counted as my interaction or if I lost it because I didn't answer. But then when you try to replay through a second time, the question would never pop up again on the screen. Right, yeah, because, uh, dude, you know, even, so, like, let's say that you've messed it up, right, and it comes through as no. I still copy, uh, I still put all the addresses over from the, the sheet. Oh, awesome. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so it'll see my address interacted. That at least posted, even though I didn't answer the question. I tell you what, man. If you if you wanted me to if you wanted a DM, I can uh, search to see if it's on the spreadsheet for you, so you would know. Because you know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to close. Right, I'm going to close down that spreadsheet that we've got online because I've asked people to put all the ones that they're missing. Oh, B bands. I know you're missing a couple, right? So today, uh, I've just dropped the fifth one. I haven't even heard anybody say they've got it yet. I think. But yeah, there's a problem with the audio on that back end, Chris. Yeah, I saw your tweet this morning and I went and checked. And I'm like, huh, it's not in my wallet on, on Flix yet. But you've got the others, have you? Oh, yeah, I've got all four of the others. Because I went and double checked wow. and you said you was going to have the amnesty moment. I'm like, let me make sure because I really want to get to 10. Okay, that's interesting, like, bro, because they should be dropped in automatically. And I sent them out like hours ago. Yeah, let me DM you my address just to make sure. Because maybe yeah. if I'm not answering the question, maybe it didn't populate my address. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And you know something? Afterwards, it might have just thought that you have done it and it keeps rejecting you or something, you know? You didn't sign anything on a block, did you? You know, when, when I, think I, I think it's still populated in Kepler for me to sign. But, you know, what was weird was like after the question disappeared, when I would go back, the second time to watch it it would say you already interacted so in my mind i'm like oh they'll get it because i already interacted right okay no problem mate uh do me a favor just uh drop a do no addy because i get a feeling i think i did this with uh defi don uh he said something about this because then he asked me and he went oh kick me out a juno or a flicks addy a flicks addy right uh, a flick study, yes. Sorry, did I say Juno? I didn't know. No, yeah, it's because my phone had unlocked and I'm trying, like, um, like I couldn't get the fingerprint to work there. And I'm like, oh, shit, I'll have to do the pin code. So, my mind just like, dude, yeah, just pop us an Omni and I'll put it on because I'm gonna send uh, Al the spreadsheet. Uh, now I'm just going to get it. So, I'll just put on exactly what's missing and put the address on the spreadsheet like everybody, and then, bang, Bob's your uncle, right? Hey, the uh, the wheelchair mafia, nearly 50%. Well, it was earlier, it was on 49%. There's like another, uh, what, another 200 uh, ready, like, sitting there, yeah? 
Uh, right, wait a minute. Let me share this. Share this tweet. Uh, right, Al, I'm going to send you this over, dude. So, hi, Chris, you were asking me. Oh, look who's turned up. He's, he's your yeah, man, Terraspaces. Chris, you were asking me about the uh, the Adam Accelerator Dow, right? So, uh, the news the other day, you must have heard us talking about it, me and Finn, when we were on that shit-talking food space, right? Yeah, I heard part of that. Uh, I, didn't, I, was, I was in and out of that one. Oh, we were only, like, stirring the pot, mate, getting them laughing anyway. But, uh, yeah, man, I, uh, the guys left, like, pretty quick conflict of interest. It's like, mm, okay. <laughs> I mean, within, like, three months, like, you know, round about three months since the formation or whatever. It's like, I don't know when the first tranche went out, but they've been gone about three months, right? Pretty quick, isn't it? To be able to... But they didn't clarify what they meant, right, on conflict of interest? No. No, they didn't. But they did mention a couple of other things. Yeah. Shout out, Al, by the way. Check your DMs, Al. Spreadsheet uh, amnesty things on there, bro. Maybe I'm I'm really excited right now, but I just figured out how to voice to text. I know I'm sure everybody probably already figured it out, that shit out. But I was like, I, I, I want to do voice to text. And as you were talking, I got it to record it and immediately put it with punctuation on my screen. I'm happy right now. OK. How, how are you doing that? Are you using like uh, what you're using? Is it an iPhone or something? No. OK, well, I'm talking on the iPhone, but I'm using my laptop. Right. Holy cow. Holy cow. I'm so happy. So um, you hit. Um, the micro, the, you know, that little windows key and plus the letter H this, um, box on the bottom, like a record box look up here. And then you open your notepad and then you go in your settings and you have to like turn on voice typing launcher and automatic punctuation. Right. And then you open, you have your, like your notes thing open. And then as you hit, you hit it, it'll put it right on your screen, on your notepad and with punctuations. Perfectly. Do you know what? You're a, you're a Fed. You're going to be recording this meeting, aren't you? You're a Fed. I bet you. <laughs> no, it's the meeting is already recorded. So I am just. These are my. I'm. Anyways, notes. These. I just need this for notes. Okay, it helps with notes. <laughs> transcribing. You'd be transcribing the entire thing, and it'd be straight over to the NSA. Oh, I tell you. Oh no. no. <laughs> Can you remember? I remember back in the day, man, there used to be like spaces where, where there was mad people just slagging each other off as feds all the time, man. Okay, I used to go in some of them rooms, man. They were messed up, I'm telling you. How's uh, your game development coming on, B-Bands? Quickly change the um, subject. Uh, Straylight's been super, like this past month has been super busy. Like his wife got hurt. She like dislocated her elbow and then he's been super busy with work. So he's just, we, we just kind of like slowed down a little bit, but it's all good because it's a free thing. It's not like we're selling anything. So, yeah, I knew it was like just like a little pet project, but uh, I know you were quite like buzzing to be able to just create something that people were going to like want to use and, and enjoy, right? Yeah, I'm super excited to start doing the tiles. Like, I just, I think it's going to be fun. Um, and I, I, I don't know, I'm excited about it. I like hobby projects. Can I, I haven't supported you, right, all week since uh, the weekend, but. Uh, so the format with Finn the other night, right? Did it work or did it not? I think it was a great show. 
Oh, I like that. Short but sweet to the point. Yeah, we there was nothing. It was good. It was it had a good flow and everything. And we went into that with absolutely nothing prepared whatsoever. Even like between us, we just hadn't discussed kind of like anything. Uh, kind of mad at I think like but you can kind of bounce like that, like a bit like rapport, and just like I don't know. You know, it's, it's not really about fun or anything like that, really, is it? It's about like just putting no. people on. Sorry. Sorry, my dogs drive me crazy. I didn't realize that I was unmuted. Oh yeah, right. It's just uh, it's just about uh, putting putting the world on notice that like you know yeah, I haven't got to be uh, you know like alone in your thoughts about what's going on, like about you know who's taking advantage of who or who's a bit fucking shady here or a bit shady there. Blah blah. It's just about spitting facts, right? But with also some jokes involved, like. Like try to make it funny and relatable so at least people can like laugh along. And you know what? Like I said, Ambedo, it's just all tongue in cheek, right? But it has like a layer of truth, like running through it, you know. But it is like literally all spoken as pure tongue in cheek. That's it. And I had good fun, me. It's one of the funnest shows I've had in a while, I think. Oh, did you catch Ryan the Lion? B Vance. Chris, did either of you catch him? The night. I missed that one. I was, uh, I forgot what I was doing. I started to listen to the very beginning, right when you guys started, and then uh, something had come up. Well, it got rugged. The space has got rugged, right? That's Joseph, what it was. Yeah. You need to relaunch it. Yeah, but it was unrecorded. Uh, Finn got it though. So that's, I mean, I'm out of time this week to go back. I am going to go back and listen, but I just wondered if, like, you or B Bands had caught it. Oh, I want to watch that to find out about the success of that Dale, man. What was your biggest takeaway on that one, Robo, with, uh, with Ryan? No, I haven't seen it yet, bro. Oh, sorry, I haven't listened to it yet. Oh, no, no, I meant, I meant uh, when, when, you, when you spoke to Ryan. Oh, Jesus, I can't even remember when that was, dude. How late was that in the morning for me? Was that, eh? was that oh, last week or something? Talking about, you're talking about when, Joe, when, when Ryan was on Joe's show? Yeah, 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 that's yeah, the that's the one you haven't seen yet, gotcha. Yeah, well, you can't say anything. Uh, I thought it was going to be on YouTube as well, but when I went to YouTube, it wasn't there. Anyway, apparently Finn caught it, and it's up. So I'm, I'm definitely going to catch it this weekend. So I've got to build some PowerPoints this weekend. Oh, fuck my life, PowerPoints. I hate them. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, listen to that. will help you uh, power through the PowerPoints at least. Do you know, mate, I'm not actually that bad at uh, building, like making a, power- building, making a PowerPoint up like these days. Uh, if you get like a good template or you've already got good templates but it's like uh so the the, the first book the first course that we're doing uh, next friday the first workshop is decision making right executive decision making and uh it's it's only like a one three hour lesson bro there's like 37 pages in uh, my, my first book the second one's a bit shorter but man this is going to be loads of powerpoint slides i bet it's uh i bet it's 120 to 100 and Maybe between 120, 140 slide presentation for the lesson. I would, I would estimate easily. Haven't done that before. That's super long. Oh, it's brutal, dude. And I've only like sketched out the lesson plans and got like a chat GPT to help me. So I really do need to like put them in, uh, tidy those up this week and put them in like company format as well. Because when I've done the first one, uh, I've got to send in all the material to the company, like my company. Uh, and then it's already been approved and stuff like, but they just need it all in the library. 
and I've got to write like a little like summary kind of thing, summary and conclusion about it before I, I get paid, you know. But it's just do this admin, man. I only have to do it certain times of the year. And like right now, I've got like two piles of like pre-tests sitting there ready for me to mark. Like one class of 15, one class of 17. I'm looking at them like, oh, you can wait. Yeah, sounds like a lot of busy work. Bro, teachers do insane work in the background. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I've got teachers in my family and man, hard, hard, hard workers. So much that they do. And definitely underpaid. All all across the board, I think. Mate, if you're in right, if you're in like a, a school, especially if it's like say like a high school or something like that, right? I'm telling you what, you absolutely work for your money. Junior schools and high schools, what we would call like a juniors and seniors. Holy moly, man, you work for your money there. They're designing the curriculum, like, you know, even before that, like during the holidays, you got to like go and do your own curriculum, got to execute these lesson plans. Oh, they're a real pain in the backside, man. And you've got to go jump through all these hoops in places like America or the UK, you know, like these proper countries, yeah? Fuck that life. That's why I'm here, mate. And that's why I'm doing corporate. Right? It's like the, one of the easiest, cushiest like numbers there is, right? It's like much smarter to uh, do that than it is to teach like your local high school. <laughs> Especially if you're willing to uh, travel and relocate. Uh, you know, before before your woman goes, Chris, we, let's get our opinion quickly. So, B-Bands, did you see my tweet yesterday about the prop that went up, yeah? Hold on. Did you, did you do it from your account? I'm sorry. Uh, my, my proper account. No, did you, you saw the prop, didn't you? Did you not see it yesterday? On No, no. no I was, the prop, the prop on uh, the prop on call one. Uh, Zeke, Zeke and Noah and uh, Vestin getting cancelled for now. Oh, yeah, I saw that. From from Jake, yeah? I did, I saw that. <laughs> Proposal 64 uh, states that projects receiving Core 1 funding should open source every component related to their project. Uh, while Zeke, you know, it doesn't actually, because they can be closed source, like while they're in just their testing, right? As long as it's not a wallet. If it's a wallet, it has to be like a, the, the key section has to be open source from the start. I think that's one of the rules. So it says every component related to their project, uh, while Zeke and Noah contribute to other projects benefiting the Juno ecosystem, they spend much of their time on DowDow, where not every component is currently open source. This proposal cancels Zeke and Noah's vested developer grants while we work out a sensible path forward and further refinements to Proposal 64. This does not reflect on the quality of their work, and we hope to continue to work with them in the future. So, that reads right at the end, we hope like, to continue to work with them in the future, meaning, oh, we've like broke ties with them for now, and but we'll hope like to be able to arrange something for them to come back. That actually sounds a little bit like, I was like, wait a minute, that at that end didn't come back. And of course, uh, Max, Juno, Frey, and Demi all voted no, and Jake was the only one to vote yes. I didn't gather that part when I saw your screenshot yesterday. Shit, I didn't realize that. I saw your screenshot. I didn't realize Jake was the one that made the prop. The prop. 
Yeah, because he's been getting shit. Jacob's been gone mad for a few days about Dowdow, close, uh, close source and all the front end contracts when it's supposed to be open source because it's had funding. Like Dowdow's had direct funding from Juno. They got 500,000 Juno back when it was worth a lot of money. They've had more since, I think, as well. Like, I, I mean, I saw him in the Discord, but dude, you've just surprised me because I saw Jake. When I posted this, there was only one because I've got like the notifications on, right? And it was like, obviously my time. Uh, I only saw one vote. So wait a minute, Max, Dimmy, who, who else voted no? Uh, Frey. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah, Max, oh, no. The Frey and Dimmy all voted no. Anyone vote yes? I haven't got only, back Only Jake. Okay. And that's enough to make the quorum and take it, is it? Their voting's like, uh, what, four, four days or something? Four or five days, is it? Well, they might have shortened it. Still quite long, though. Interesting. Interesting. See? They spend much of the time on Dowdo. I wonder if... Uh, I wonder if this is a case of... See you later, B-Bands. I wonder if this is a case that uh, Jake's gonna maybe pay them out his own pocket. Here, you think? I would think yes. He seemed pretty adamant about closed sourcing, at least the front end and stuff, until they, you know, I'm assuming that all stemmed from uh, the issues with Stargaze and all that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, he's probably got the fun. He's 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 paid people before. I would think if he's ending this, he's just gonna. You know, pay him out of pocket. Yeah, this is quite a, like a weird one. This one, I think, it's quite an interesting one to uh, to watch. Yeah, to keep it, keep an eye on, right? That that prop, the very fact that that prop has uh, like is going to fail or has failed, whatever. The very like fact of that is is I don't know whether that's uh, Jake virtue signaling. Like to like Jacob and them. All right, look, I put a prop up. You know, the others voted it down, but maybe it was always going to be. <laughs> I didn't think about it like that. Well, oh, well, of sure. course. But it's not just Jacob being saying things, but a lot of people speaking quiet in proper like channels. You know, yeah. And so I know that. Uh, what do you think about them closed sourcing it, Robo? Uh, I know exactly why they did it, but you know. You can't have this conversation about, you know, this bastard being the bastion of freedom. And it, it's uh, uh, two-faced is not what I want to say, like how I want to, like, describe, uh, I don't know. Uh, I just know that, like, they did it because of enterprise and nothing else, right? That That's it. Oh, enterprise, not Stargate. Well, enterprise. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought you knew. Did you not know about that? No. Oh, well, I mean, I've, I haven't even set up Enterprise yet. I went over there to set it up the other day, and uh, I, I just was getting started, and I had to had an emergency pop up. I'm going to go. I'm going to go toy with Enterprise. So my understanding was it's a good DAO, good software, but it's not as many features as uh, DAO DAO. So you're thinking they're doing this to keep uh, Terra from taking any of DAO DAO's features and blowing them out of the water. Yep. I mean, listen, 
Call it a conspiracy if you want. I'll just call it like, I don't know, my thought process, yeah? Like, literally, Enterprise blew up over, like, Ryan, like, literally just blew up really, really quickly with, like, Ryan Dow. Uh, obviously, they've got, like, a like kind of a lot of function, functions that uh, Dow Dow haven't, but they've got an amazing, like, front-end responsive. Uh, they've got enough to get you going to build up a little economy, like what we've seen with Ryan, right? But they just need all of this other, like, kind of, like, back-end kind of code, don't they, right? Yeah. Or they want, you know, they'd love to be able to get their hands on certain stuff and some, be it, like, the front-end stuff as well. Uh, so Enterprise has put the shits up them, and they've done this, and now everybody's like, oh, look at this, two-faced, or, well, you know, you're seeing this on one hand about, you know, open source and all of this shit, because, I mean, they, those lot, I've been quite uh, vocal with Kujira as well, right? Like, I know I've been there in spaces with Jake when he's been going on about Kojira and closed source, and I know how he feels about it. Uh, but yeah, man, like, it's really interesting, isn't it, that they've had all of this, like, uh, open source for ages and ages and ages, and then another DAO comes out and makes a massive impact, yeah? I was talking about them, et cetera, et cetera, then bam, the lock up. Well, there's there's good devs over there. Eventually, eventually that'll get open source, I'm sure. But uh, I, I think Terra, they have excellent devs over there. Their stuff's always been snappy on the front end, too. So I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm, I'm still a Dow Dow fan, but um, I don't think it hurts to go over there and, and learn enterprise. I know you guys have done that as well, right? You're already over there and setting set up. You know something, bro? It's going to be really interesting, the Dow Wars. Uh, do you know that we were talking about like Dow Wars like a, a year ago? And it's they had the wrong idea. It's not Dow Wars within like Dow Dow. It's the Dow Wars Dow's against each other. Dow Dow against <laughs> yeah. Enterprise and all the other stuff, right? Like they've built a blockchain to accommodate Dow's. I mean, Q, you know, Q blockchain, and they've got like this uh, community like uh, process shit going on. Like, dude, there's there's a lot of like people doing you know interesting work and heavy projects, etc. Uh, like on DAOs, that's like where the real competition uh, sort of lies, doesn't it? Yeah, I think you're right, and it's not going to be just uh, it's not going to be just these two. You you would have to think there's going to be other chains that spin up their own versions of uh, competing DAO software. I, I think some of them will do it just to spite Juno and DAO DAO. Well, if if people listen to what like we've been saying for ages, their model. Dow Dow, right? Is they shouldn't be worrying about bloody front ends, right? Uh Dow Dow, it should be the Dow as a service. That's that's the crack. Yeah. It should yeah, be, the, I be yeah. opposed. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to like you had suggested with prior with the Dow Dow chain. I think it's strong enough of a product, it could be its own app chain for sure. And you could you could service it out to different uh speaking of that, so we know we know Stargaze is gonna have a version of Dow Dow. And they're going to change it up to meet their needs. So, what about uh, Omniplex? Is what is their community's product going to be a version of Dow Dow as well? Uh, I'm not sure on that one, uh, mate. Uh, and then, how does how do they monetize that? Is it is it a fee just to implement it, or do you think there's a fee for like during the setup process for every new Dow that's set up? Does it take a fee of treasuries? Like, if if Robo is going to monetize Dow Dow. Like, what would be your your three basic revenue streams? We talked about this before, man, with uh, Rama, and I'm telling you, like, it's like, 
how how exactly how all right which which route do you go it's 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 a minefield an absolute minefield like it, rama was telling me that there's probably like not even plans to like monetize like for the first few years which i thought that was okay that's quite a long time isn't it that seems like uh too long to wait i, I would like uh, okay so if that's the case if it's not gonna be the first few years like what's the thought process behind that like what what are you what is your advantage to waiting um besides the fact that you don't want to seem like you don't want to lose users who say well there's free dow products everywhere else why would i pay you well i get it maybe but you can always have free trials your first three months free your first year free you can do different packages to get people the first few months free to test it and, and track them bro i mean you mentioned something there right about what i said i mean I have to ask you this, right? People, people have like totally and utterly talked out to me about Fork and Juno. Like, wouldn't Fork and Juno be probably one of the best cases, use cases for Juno? No, I, I really believe that you could fork it and you could leave all the shit behind. And it's not that it necessarily would go to like being a ghost chain. But probably people could experiment more over there, like and have it more of a wild west and have Dow Dow chain as a more kind of I don't know civilized chain. I know it's, you're never gonna have proper civility on a, a permissionless chain, like. But I just feel like the change in tokenomics maybe leave the wheel drama behind, leave all this old baggage and have the Dow Dow chain. And Dow Dow could be a massive product man if they like get there like. If they want to be in UI and they want to be direct, then they bloody need to sort it out, don't they? Because I, we've all been sick of it, like Chris, at one time or another, right? Yeah, for sure. I, I always thought Juno's number one product that would draw people in would be Dadao. But I think our number one point that kills us is the constant negativity and drama. And, and it's it's like everything the tech does, everything Dadao does, anything good like Gelato or, or raccoons or... Yeah, I think any projects that, that are here building, they just get overshadowed. Like people on Twitter see the the nonsense and they're like, I don't even want to be a part of that. They don't care how cool the tech is. They just don't want to come deal with a community as toxic as we are sometimes. Well, even look at uh, look at what's happening, like Raccoon. Do you, do you not think like Raccoon are probably looking abroad at all of these things like uh, Neutron, Archway? uh luna 2.0 like oh, sure. i mean they were, right? they were looking at lunk but like they're like well i mean the lunar contracts i think they're not that far away from being done so that's well, the same way i love dow dow and i want to have dow based games but you can't be on a chain that's not successful and expect your your product to be successful so that's one reason why i've like started messing with omniflix a little bit and i would be interested in seeing oh thank you sir Oh, thanks. That's one reason why I, I would probably look at other chains like uh, Archway and other chains, which I'm still like, I hope that Juno can be successful. I think we could all make it successful, but there's just so many moving parts. Bro, someone just bought the first Jacob on Omniflix. <laughs> so if anybody wonders what we're talking about, we're talking about the NFTs. If you look in the nest, You'll see, like, there are only 15 Jacobs. And uh, that's an interesting one, actually, because, you know, Chris, do you know, like, the P 
people, well, you probably know who I mean, but people went right after Raccoon about being closed source, you know. There were several confrontations like online and that, like on, on spaces about it as well, you know that. You can guess who come after us, can't you? Yeah, and I've and I've heard I've heard about it. I wasn't around back then, so and you know I get it. I've always been kind of a, uh, an open source guy myself, but I'm also not putting all my time and effort into developing software like these guys are. So I don't think that it's bad uh, early on uh, to keep people from stealing your product as long as your intentions are to maybe open source it long term. I'm I'm, I'm kind of like. Decentralization is not an on or off, a one or a zero. It's a, it's a spectrum. And I think sometimes people got to do things in that spectrum that may not be as decentralized as what people would hope. But there's always, you know, that gray area. Well, bro, you know, they've got proprietary uh, gambling fucking probability code there, right? They're not going to give up that fucking code for free. Like, how many no. people... <laughs> How many people know, like, how long it took to, like, write or whatever? Or do you know what I mean? Well, you don't have a uh, you don't have a good pathway to monetization in Web three yet. That's like a successful way to monetize. It's still like uh, the wild west and figuring that type of thing out. I think raccoons or anyone that that closed sources things early because they don't want to just have it stolen. But the argument of that's going to be like, well, how do we know that it's really, you know, random? And how do we know that it's secure? There's always going to be those arguments if it's closed source, right? And I can see both sides of the argument. But at the same time, it's like, dude, if you don't trust their software, you know, there's plenty of options. You don't have to use it. You know, if you don't like their closed source, there's plenty of options out there where everything's open source, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm like that. There's things I pick and choose on what I use because open source may or may not be important on that specific product. If I'm playing a raccoon game, I'm not that concerned with how random it truly is. I mean, if if, if they want to retain customers, they're not going to cheat their customers. So, Bro, how cool is this? Talking about the uh, sausage hunter, uh, Mr. Mr. Open Source Extraordinaire himself. We've just actually sold through the first one. <laughs> um, you know what? I was waiting for this because I wanted to see with it being the editions, like who would buy, like uh, what number. Uh, so, uh, like, I was thinking, I bet people go for like lucky numbers rather than like you know one, two, three, four, whatever, right? And it's because uh, it's the same NFT. There's just fourteen editions of the, the same NFT, right? So, what was the first number sold? Fourteen. Oh wow! But that's someone's expected. But that's, someone, mm, but that's someone's birthday. I was thinking either one, and if it wasn't going to be one, I'm thinking uh, three or seven, I think. Definitely three. Yeah, I would think three or seven. Seven's always considered kind of a lucky number. Uh, where is it? Eight in China is considered lucky? It certainly is, me and I, but they're a bit mad, aren't they, over there, though, yeah? Bro, I tell you what, it's a proper, like, uh, high-quality image, that, you know. Yeah? And not only that, People, if you've got to read the description to see actually when it's like from, bro, right? So it's from the show that we did with uh, Jacob on the 6th of March, but it's kind of like on a kind of almost uh, like a relaunch show, like revamp or whatever. Uh, we had Jacob on for the start of like a Monday night recorded sessions that we were doing. And it was the first time, though, that 
uh, and Beto had actually done like a one-on-one piece of artwork, like specifically for a show. And bro, man, I was like, I was like, whoa! When he sent it, I was just like, absolutely blown away. Probably blown away. Well, you got to hand it to Beto. His style is his style is amazing. I definitely enjoy it. It's got it's just got such a relevant place in uh, like in the industry right, right now, like in our industry, right? Dude, it just compliments your entire like Rack FM community. Like, it, it, like all of you guys, like when you see the artwork, it just meshes well. Like, it couldn't be any other style from any other artist. It'd feel the same, I don't think. Well, bro, these are three books, right? And uh, this, the original like OG one, is in our uh, treasury. It's in our Dow treasury, right? Uh, the, the original mint one. These are the edition ones. And I did tweet out earlier that, like, we're going to drop, we've got a Don drop a next, a Rack FM with a Don Kryptonian, Takumi, and uh, obviously uh, Migaloo, right? White Whale, yeah. Because uh, Takumi is obviously a whale, right? So that's a really good one, that one. If you have seen it, some, some of you might have seen it. Uh, there's only going to be 15 of those, bro. And then we've got an absolute banger. To, to put up after and again there's only going to be 15 of them very very small supply like and it's a hard cap you know yeah one of these days i would love to work with you guys and then Beto on some sort of crossover artwork i just enjoy his work so much you would be quite surprised about uh how how, how many people have been hitting them up mind well you probably oh, wouldn't be yeah i'm not surprised wouldn't be surprised like, I'm not surprised yep. at all. I, I bet you one of these days, like, he will be so in demand, it's going to be, like, multiple years to get a scheduling with him to do an NFT. Uh, it's interesting to see how that grows. Very, very interesting. I've been, I've been saying about this from the start. So what, what's his work rate like, uh, Robo? Like, uh, how, how fast does he pump out? individual pieces would you say just a guess amount i know each thing varies but no i mean he can he can work he can work well but he's got like you know he's in the fate of mine and he's in a normal life as well so there's only so much time you can put aside and dedicate to do something like that right uh yeah uh, but also dude you don't know man like the draft process he'll go through like he sometimes like send us an outline and he's like oh it's something i've been like thinking about and for straight away from the outline you're like oh yeah this could be good and then he'll come in with like like these like the, just the background kind of color, and then he'll go over the top of that, and you see these colors like start to emerge. Bro, man, some of them are just so like when you see like the you know the big image or whatever, they're just so fucking cool, man. So well drawn, well thought out. But like since he got into his like shading and stuff like that, yeah. Uh, this one's actually like uh, one of the old logos as well. So if you look on a lot of the new stuff, right. You'll see that the uh, the logo changed, right? Like the Brasco, Brasco came up with that idea, like of putting the FM in the C. Yeah, it does have a slightly different look because it's just like uh, it doesn't have the little uh, air bubble or the text bubble around it. Oh, my mute button's getting stuck, mate. Actually, the font was totally different, wasn't it? Correct. This was more like uh, what was on, like say, like our banner or something, but just like a bit of a softer one. This is where, uh, like, Ambedo started to experiment. This is literally, like I say, the uh, the first proper one, the the first one on one that we 
We did for like a show like that, a, a specific show, you know. Oh, bro, man, we've had some corporate shows, but uh, we're getting told to slow down by the boss man. You know what I mean, don't you? No, I don't. Who's the boss man? Un- Uncle Finn. Oh, he thinks he's the boss oh, man. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Hey, man. He's he's gonna have to uh, start outsourcing his uh, outsourcing his schedule to Reese Reese's bots. My damn microphone, dude! I'm sure I must be getting rugged, bro. You know when the microphone starts sticking, now? Uh, I fucking hear that. Yeah. Finn's gonna go mad with what you've just seen. By the way, I've just <laughs> had. By the way, I've just had Bendy in touch. Yeah, he's uh, he's looking forward to coming on. Dude, I would support Finn any day over a bot system. So I'm just fucking with him. I think his his work is priceless. Oh, back, you're back walking it now, I see. Hmm? He's like, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, man. I just thought that was funny how uh, when he had that prop up, <laughs> Reese came out with the tweet. It said, why would we fund anything like that when you just got bought? So I'm like, man, I think uh, what Finn does, because not only does, does Finn do the hard work in the background, but he's in so many of these spaces. He has a good pulse of what's going on. It's, it's more than just recording and putting out the shows, I feel like his value is. It's his interaction and his uh, ability to participate in the community as well. I, I feel like that's part of the funding that people aren't realizing the value of. Yeah, I get, I get that. I think that's why a little bit like I see them as like two different people, you know. I see the Terra Spaces dude that we never get to hear from, right? That that giga brain, and then we get the shit talking Finn who comes on, you know. Oh, bro, look, smiley down in the audience. True, but you can't have the shit talking Finn that comes up and says everything if he doesn't have the access to all this information and people around the community. Otherwise, he'd just be some idiot talking on the side of his ass, but he's not because he's very well versed. Bro, we start talking about him. Look, we drop in the room. Oh, there he is with his bird app. I logo. sent them. I know. I sent them though uh, an invite like before he requested. I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute, then is he okay? Wait, let's see. Get him in, Finn. Invite to speak. Oh, he's up. Hello, brother. Good morning to you. GM fam, how are we doing? What's up? No bad. Got Bendy coming in in 40 minutes. Is you like, is there anything? I've got an hour. Is there anything you specifically want me to read up on? I went broad Friday night, man. Chill your, chill your boots. Chill your beans. I'd like to get a space with Mr. Gattigan and Mr. Dove on to discuss some of these code exploits that are being found. <laughs> Holy fuck. I love waking up to that shit. Right. Look, the Larry thing was ages ago. We had a massive space where we went on all about the test net uh, and about the adverses like the main net. I mean, I can't believe that this conversation's coming out again and this guy's having to like clarify about stuff. But like they're talking about like the recent stuff, right? But also, like, it's getting dragged. The same conversations are coming up that we've already put, like, down twice, right? Fuck it. Yeah, man. well, this was 34 minutes ago. And, I mean, there's there's one thing Jacob is good at, and it's finding bugs in, in code. And so when he says that he found something, that kind of makes me think maybe he did or maybe he's just trolling. You never know with him, right? That's the problem. The boy who cried wolf, you never know. Like... Is he just fudding? Is he just trying to get osmosis ahead? Or did he actually find something he's trying to keep people safe from? So that that's always the the issue. Bro, did you see what I did for uh, for Omniflix today? 
because they were like, oh, Robbo, we're doing the Friday event, you know? Like, can you help us a little bit? Like, promote it a little bit? Maybe have you just got anything he's going to release? And uh, they're like, oh, you know, the additions thing's working now, the bulk additions. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Uh, have you seen in the next thing, yeah? Put Jacob up there. We've oh, just yeah. sold one. We've just sold one, 15 flicks. Only like three bucks, man. For nothing. Yeah, flicks, flicks doing some price discovery of its own, huh? <laughs> Uh, so an hour ago, he said, Hey, maybe I found yet another issue in your immaculate chain, but it's cool. I'm sure Thighboard can fix it. Ah, here's the hint <laughs> one cool. seven one. So he's I don't know what that means. No, I know. No, it's, it, I get what he's doing. It's because Thighboard was like, Oh, I, I got this degen energy renewed in me with this and that. And so he's like, Oh, I'm going to go look around. And yeah, so I don't know what 171 means and if he actually found something. But personally, I, after what we've been through, I'd like to play it safe rather than sorry. So if somebody could, could fix that. Or let me know if I should be unstaking my bags. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way he did. He said, oops, here I go, sucking their balls again, Don. Like, he's just tagging everybody, but everybody's got him blocked, so no one's listening. He's, uh, he's been causing World War Three in the Juno Telegram, you know. Yeah, well, that's fine. Juno's fucking whatever. Uh, he said, hey, dead right, Duff, pull request incoming. You forgot something. And they said, on second thought, I won't be making a pull request, so I don't reveal the issue, but somebody from the team should really contact me. See, and when he starts talking like that, it makes me think maybe he did find something. But then I'm, I go back and I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe he's just trolling. I, I don't know. That's why I don't like when people deal with things in that way, because you never know when they are like just bullshitting for their company or a company they work for or when they actually did find something. And if he did find something, people should probably listen because he does know that stuff. But if he's just fucking around, then whatever. And we just need keep a, a Jacob's intention. We just need a Jacob's intention bot. That way you know exactly. Exactly. What's the bot say? We're on a moderate to severe, <laughs> like the smoky fire watch. <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that, like I, I always try to play it safe rather than sorry. I've never had an exploit or been like fished or, or socially engineered because I've been in this game for a while. And so when I see shit like that, it immediately like red flags go off. I'm like, eh, maybe you did find something, but maybe not. I mean, who knows? I guess but, I should probably learn to code. But he does have, like, let's be honest, right? And we, we saw it with, like, uh, like Jacqueline, that what came out afterwards. Like, he kind of bullies people into paying him. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I don't like how he goes about it, because then you never know. Is this just more extortion? Is this, like, taking a play out of Terra Space's fucking playbook by recording everything and charging people not to post them? Or, like, what's he doing here, you know? They, they, I, I just, you can't get a read on the guy. Like, it's, it's impossible for me. Jacob's behavior is actually, like, tracked his follower account. As his follower account's grown, his behavior has got getting more erratic. You know that I've been saying this for how like you can go back and shows and shows where I've said the same thing before. You know what I mean? Anyway, yeah, that, it tracks it tracks with the moon too. You know, you know how that be. 
especially if you're living with uh, with others. Uh, so, what'd you guys cover this this fine day? I, I saw you crashed the initial space, so that was cool. At least you remembered to record this one, so I appreciate that. I'll go back and grab it once it's done. We we had to admit, like literally nobody could get in, and then actually I'd updated already, but then Chris jumped off, updated, and bang, he straight in. Was it fucking uh, up again? Because I haven't the last three days worth of spaces I've edited have like nobody's really had any issues, and usually you can tell when shit's fucking up because like it's not just one <laughs> one space; like it happens to all of them. No, bro. So maybe yeah, maybe today's the fucked up. No, there were spaces crashing for fun earlier when I was up, when years lot was in bed. They were having the latest shows and they were, they were f- crashing for fun. Apparently, there's been bot swarms getting sent in and everything to, like, take them down and shit. This has been mad from what I've been hearing. Just, like, DDoS style? Or are they putting things in the nest that are malformed to crash the space? Because I feel no, like well, the space handles... Right, they're not coming in as speakers, but uh, some of the, some of the speakers that have been up there, these like guests and that, they've been saying that like they've they've been coming in on alts and things because literally when the spaces have been getting bots swarmed, they've all been getting like fucking followed off all these bots or something. I mean, dude, I've been trying to like listen in as better as I can. You need to like listen. I think one of them was recorded earlier. This Mario's supposed to be trying to crash everyone else's spaces. That's what that's what that's their conspiracy. That's all bullshit, though. That that's yeah, that's just nonsense. That's that clown fucking engagement farming, man. I don't even know why people still listen to that fucking fool. That's like a guaranteed way to just get fucking grifted. Did you say he's doing the like subscri- subscriber only spaces now? The paid ones, yeah. Oh, yeah, man, there's only one dude I subscribe to, and that's the King Elon. And only because he does rocket spaces for his subscribers sometimes, and I'm a nerd about that shit. But, yeah, I would not. I would definitely not. You you should pay me to, like, have to listen to that fucking clown. Mario. Hi, Mario. The pleb. Uh, We got Finn... Very good feedback on the uh, food show. So I think we'll be continuing that maybe like once a fortnight, unless like something explodes and we're just going to foot to death. Oh, if, if you can see my face right now, I'm just completely shocked that people enjoy a FUD space <laughs> more than a regular space. Now, that shit's fun. People like that kind of shit. So uh, it's good. People were digging those review things too and those wrap ups. So this week, instead of so you guys all know last week, the first wrap up I did, I actually just went back in the week and grabbed all the clips, which took like fucking hours. So this week I've actually been making clips as I've been editing. So I'm already, I've got like all my clips ready. I just need to get clips from this show and anything else that happens on the weekend. And then the, we'll have a, another review, integrity review. I, I thought you were going to be doing that, mate. Didn't mention it because like, why should I? That's not my fucking job, but uh, yeah, I, no, I appreciate it because if I don't happen to do it, I don't want people being like, "Oh, where's the fucking review?" Like, God damn it! Now I got to spend five fucking hours getting clips. But no, nah, it is a lot easier. Just I just like grab them, save them. I write down what I need to, and then I move on. It adds a little bit of time, like in my editing process, but not near as much time as it adds having to go back and do it all from, you know, from the beginning. So it's, it's worth it, I think, especially if people enjoy it. 
Oh, brought Wicked. Do you know something? Like we're gonna have to have a a, a real sit down conversation when we uh, when we all get time, like about what the format needs to be. Because uh, I agree with you and B bands, like the interviews need to be forty five to like forty five to an hour, right? And I also think as well that like like at that point you can even say like oh if you want to hang around with us like and come and shit talk or whatever we'll put an unrecorded on. But like you are right about that. And then, like, how many do you do, you know? Like, do you do, like, one special on the Friday a week, you know? I don't think we can look at this like normal programming because it is such a, like, the space is such a fluid moving space and people tend to get on things when they have time and they don't necessarily know in advance when that's going to be. So I, I don't know if, like, having a schedule like that is really the play but i i definitely also don't think doing like eight specials a week is the play either <laughs> there's a happy medium in there somewhere but yeah i don't know it, it, it's that's i think one of the things everyone struggles with in this space is like how do they do like a schedule and all that but yeah i don't i don't think that's that's the way we should be looking at it yeah i agree with you okay fair player that's that's been kind of like my feeling but like okay we have to be careful not to overload a week that's the important thing because last week we did and it, i mean liz you know i was only on for a little bit like with liz and uh the host fell asleep and she, like she was on your speaker she couldn't do anything she's like go on fire one up because the convo was getting started and i'm like oh fucking hell here we go it was like just what like late-ish in the afternoon or something holy moly man like nine hours 51 minutes or something and that's good. I think if you're coherent enough to like be making notes during all of those non-recorded ones so that you have a good base of content for the actual recorded discussion, I think that's a good idea. But trying to record like that much content, like there's so many spaces happening. Nobody's listening to that much shit. And when they do listen to interviews, they do want them like short and sweet, like give me the good stuff and then fuck off with the rest. But then some people just like the background noise. So I guess it depends. Do you want to make background noise or do you want to make shit that people are like actively engaged with and listening to? Because I'm fine making either or. So. Oh, dude, I just got a rare thing. I just got a thing there. At, uh, the, are you guys part of the Omniflix uh, server? Apparently. Omniflix reaching out. Uh, also, if you can hop into the space for a while and speak about the drop, it would be great. I wish I could do, but we've got Bendy coming on. And bro, you know what I'm going straight after, right? You know what, you know, you know what I want to know. <laughs> I mean, does he's does he's pay rise? Is his pay rise gonna go through governance? Is it? I, I don't even know like that much about the situation. I just caught like a bit of it. You and I footed it the other night, as you do. <laughs> so do oh. I need to be on the Omniflix space? Is that what you're saying? No, mate. Damn man for the banter. Why do they need us to talk about? They're only they're only they're talking about uh, the Jacob one man, the Jacob drop. Oh, okay. They should uh, get Embedo uh, up there. Embedo made the art. He should go I talk know. about it. <laughs> I know. He didn't like to talk on spaces though. He's in the Fiat Mine though, isn't he? Oh yeah, that too. I keep thinking it's the weekend. It's not yet. It's just Friday. It is. And we've just sold another Jacob. Literally, I don't believe it. Someone's bought number three. Do you know something? People get the fact it's like a bit of a laugh. Do you know what I mean? That's what they understand. It is. 
That's all it is. And if you can't laugh at this shit, then what the fuck are you doing? If you're not laughing, yeah. you're crying. Mate, 100%. And I said, this is a bit of a nostalgia piece. Plus, uh, do you know that I created like a new uh, collection for it, yeah? Nice. Talk- I, haven't, I haven't looked that far yet. I just, like, I just woke up, but off to, off to go get myself one too. Took, took the advantage of that sweet new uh, 25, uh, 25 flicks fee. Because it was like a 100 fee before, right? And they've just changed it by governance. Oh, nice. Yeah, oh, yes, that makes mate. sense. Roped in. So they're, they're all the same, but they're editions. So they have got uh, like one, two, three, four, blah, blah, which you never used to be able to do editions before, right? Which I like because people can come in and pick their lucky numbers, like their birthdays and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Right, mate. When, shipping. When these go, right? When these go, we're going to put the Don one up, right? And then after the Don one, I've got the uh, the noise one, right? So, like, if, if uh, like, because you're keeping the new track, aren't you, for the EP, right? No, it's, I need to record it, but we've had company over, so I haven't really had a chance to record it yet. But it'll all, all right. get done before I take off. It It's good, though, because I've, I've changed a few things, and I really like the new changes, and nobody's heard them yet, so I'm going to keep it that way. Uh, we've got more references to things. <laughs> now, with... 90% more references. But uh, yeah, it'll, it's, it's, uh, I just need to record it and then that'll be it. And then we got that other one and then I'm out of here for like five months. Because <laughs> like you can grab like the, the data and stuff to see like who's like bought one of each one, right? Like I said, only from three books, you know? Because uh, it is a new collection, right? That's the, uh, the, like the Rack FM flicks like Friday specials. Because that's what they're doing. Did you see, like, the, the video and shit? Have you seen all the stuff they've been talking about, Finn, about a Friday, like the affordable Friday thing? Yeah. I went and watched a five-minute video of some dude with a funny accent telling me about the terror crash. So I, I made sure to get that poke. <laughs> so they want to make, they basically, like, want to make, like, uh, NFTs, like, affordable, like, for everybody. It was that crack, like, wasn't it, kind of thing, yeah? Do you know what I mean? And let let anybody who wants to be a creator be one. Yeah, it kind of like the Talos vibe, which is why another reason I, I appreciate their work. Do what we're going to do about uh, getting some NFTs on uh, on Enterprise? Then what we're going to do with Enterprise? What was? I mean, what's going on there? Well, I mean, first of all, you guys need to get your shit together enough to pass the fucking prop. If we can't do that, there's no point in using it. So I bought it. That was the first test. Well, yeah, but I mean. To a six doesn't exactly constitute form now, does it? True. And like I said, not everything needs to be a DAO just because we have the tools. Like, doesn't mean you have to actually use them, but it is fun to like mess around with them. So, yeah, we can do whatever we want with it. And it's all we can't do anything until y'all get your shit together and pass fucking proposals. <laughs> oh, dude. So, uh, today I actually got round to now DAO DAO's like slightly working again. Uh, I actually got round to uh, staking the, uh, do you know the, the pre-orders? Uh, the pre-orders, some of it's a stake and rewards that we claimed before. Like, you know, we've got the 50 summit with uh, Gelotto. Uh, 55, I staked the day, because you might as well fucking stake Juno at the minute. It's like, you know. Where do you stake them at? In the Dow? 
uh, wait, wait, not only through it, but listen to this, because that's part of our treasury, but I've got the OZ for staking. Remember, we passed that prop on me, yeah? And I had a little trial where I did, like, the uh, like restaking before. So I forgot all about it, and it's from the pre-orders, like, what, 55 June or something sitting in there? The Gelato and stuff's still there for their staking for the house contract. But I went in, dude, went into Robo's subdow, went into proposals, created proposal, selected OC, then created the action of staking the 55 June or two Lavender 5, because we did promise them on a space that we would stake with them after their crack, because they're excellent, yeah. And the developers, and they put a lot of tech out and a lot of help support for people. So I stated with them, mate. So we've got, yeah, 50 odd with Gelotto, got 50 odd with, uh, with Lavender 5, and bang, executed it, voted on it, yes, myself, and then executed the prop. Boom, done, easy. Not, you didn't even have to break sweat, none of yours. Well, yeah, it's. <laughs> I love it. He's just in there proposing things to himself. Self, how do we feel about this? Yay. That's what it sounds like, doesn't it? The, the yays have it. <laughs> the, the proposal passes. Next order of business. Self, would you read the minutes from the previous? <laughs> You mate, though, this, doesn't it, didn't we talk about, like, a distribution of responsibilities? Isn't this why, they, I mean, you, we've been waiting ages for you to create the uh, Rack FM record subdel. Uh, and Beto created his, but we haven't uh, set, like, anything up. Uh, I Not think because the platform was unusable. <laughs> you can't make shit when it's not usable. So now that it's fixed, maybe we can. Again, I don't think everything needs to be a, a sub DAO or a DAO. But if if we want to play with it, like sure. Okay, so like taking care of like staking and stuff like that, right? Like. That what are is, you staking? It's like eight dollars. Who cares? No, like, but I mean, I hear me out. Hear me out. Right. That is something that doesn't have to go through full governance. Right. You understand? But like something like, I don't know, voting a member of damn right. That's got to go through. Uh, I think like the sub dev should be able to be in control of the uh, NFTs. That's what Ambedos is for. Right. And I think. Uh, in the new upgrade or something, it's going to be because at the minute you cannot, you you can't do like an OZ and then like do like a, a bulk mint or something. You can only what do, do it mean? like oh, because you got to do them one at a time. Yeah, like for me uh, on the OZ, no, no, on the OZ, I was only be able to bit like uh, get the staking, like under the OZ, the actions you can take on behalf of like another DAO, which is our parent DAO, that you're quite limited at the minute as to what you can do. The kind oh, of right, okay. Yeah. Mate, I cannot remember, but there's not that many things on there you can do. But NFTs is not one of them at the minute, I believe. Oh, can you can you not mint or transfer NFTs with Aussie? Uh, from a sub DAO, right? Huh. From, from, no, I don't know unless they've updated it, unless they've changed the code. But I didn't hear no say that. So you mean like if the collection address is in the uh, parent DAO, you can't add to that in the sub DAO. But if you create a new right. uh, collection address in the subdow, you you can do that, right? Uh, yeah, you should be a yeah, yeah, of course. So the subdow can create okay, that makes new sense. collection in there. Yeah. So the uh, you can do the, the parent collection. Yeah, you can do those. Correct, correct. Uh, within the subdow, depending on who has to vote, if it's only like one person, then you can kind of just like pull it up and action it yourself. It's still got to go through the smart contract. Like you've still got to do it under governance, but you'd 
It's just literally a one-man vote, isn't it? Uh, so, yeah, the collection, you know what you could do, though? I suppose you could, if you wanted to, you can transfer the collection, can't you, from, like, actually port it over. But I'm sure no said it was going to come the ability to be able to do this through subdows to control the NFTs from the main DAO by a subdow, right? Just like art and control staking, yeah? That's what you mean, yeah? Yeah, yeah, because I'm in the same boat. I've got some collections I made in my parent DAO, but if and when I actually get this project actually up and running, I was thinking, man, I should have put those NFT collections in a subdow. But I was kind of thinking what you said, well, I'll probably be able to off-see it and be fine. But you don't want the entire DAO, like, messing with generating NFTs for your project. That's not something that's a meaningful use for that many votes. Right. You, what you've got to think is at the minute, though, your parent DAO would have to vote. Uh, I don't know how many members are in your parent DAO, but you, your parent DAO would have to like vote to send it to a sub DAO, wouldn't it? And then obviously when you're creating the sub DAO, you're going to have to think very carefully about like who or who's going to be involved and how like the parameters will be set and everything. It's, a, it's, it's mad, isn't it? I think when you come to like that, it's maybe it should be a one where like, uh, are you just thinking about just you in there, like Chris or you and others? I would probably in the sub DAO for our NFT stuff, I would like it to be a team of people um, for sure. So you would make it an NFT DAO then, wouldn't you? Where they have to like stake an NFT to be able to be part of it. So it's like, a, yeah, you just or, maybe, do like a, or maybe even just a, uh, an invite multi-sig DAO. I mean, you, you don't necessarily have to have to have tokens for that. An NFT would be fine as well, I guess, but. One, oh, of course, either weighted voting or even evenly weighted voting, or uh, the only reason I say that is because you know, you, you, uh, the reason I think you'd want it to be a team and not a single person is if you have an NFT DAO and one single person can mint new NFTs to that collection address, they could go and stake them and take over the DAO. So there's a risk there if it's not a team of people. Yeah, there's a, uh, there's a more important one as well, isn't there? What if you walk out of the house tomorrow and get hit off a fucking get big truck? Yes, yes. Or if, yeah, you don't want to die and like screw Well, the then your $8, <laughs> then your $8 just goes up in smoke, I guess, at that point. Uh. Now, remember, Clint, uh, yeah, there could be a bull market and that could be worth more than eight. It's not about current value. That, that is true. That is true. And that's why I think they do take that stuff slow because it does have a lot of security ramifications depending yeah. on how you do this, the permission tree and everything. And so, yeah, I think they're, especially after what's happened, <laughs> they're probably like being super careful about that. Or I would hope that they are being. Uh, also, we have an update uh, about eight minutes ago. The team is now aware of the issue and it will be fixed when they push the next major release. So we can all sleep well at night. Thank you for your work, Jacob. You got to think too, uh, Finn, with Stargaze and uh, Omniflix both pushing to get their, their, their versions of DAOs and communities up and running. And now you're going to have these big NFT platforms in the, con in, in the cosmos having actual treasuries and stuff. If they haven't been paying attention to everything that we saw happen on Dow Dow and Juno with you know, AquaDAO and minting tokens and the exploits. And, you know, if they're not paying attention to market cap and uh, the floor price, like they may, you may see the same trends in a bigger spotlight on their platforms. Wouldn't you think? They may make oh, absolutely. Some, a lot Just of because, 
Yeah, just because we learn from it doesn't mean everybody did. And I, you can guarantee that others will make those same mistakes. I, I think you pretty much need like a full time DAO person to like monitor that shit like or at least some some solid scripts that like can track that. Because, yeah, you don't if the price does tank, you don't want that potential of someone being able to scoop up like 50 bucks worth of whatever the fuck it is that governs your DAO and then just come in and take it over, you know? And I mean, at that point, I guess if it's just 50 to take it over, maybe it's not that big of a deal. But just the idea that that's a possibility, like, yeah, you, you got to have people aware of that shit. Yeah, I wonder if their uh, if their teams have been thinking about that. I kind of shot uh, uh, a message over to Chev uh, and uh, OmniFlex basically and kind of mentioned that like, hey, guys, you should really consider a little bit of education and, and some things before you just go willy nilly launching these DAO community platforms with big treasuries, because you're going to have a, a lot of instant communities, probably more so than Juno. Cause there wasn't really a lot of just communities here building out DAOs. We were all just kind of like testing on our own and doing stuff and, and then talking about it. But, you know, I could see Stargaze and OmniFlix both having some pretty big, security issues depending on how seriously they take education and like you said monitoring yeah and right now i mean a lot of it's price security through obscurity because there's not a lot of eyes on it but you're right once the next cycle hits i mean if we learned anything from the terror run-up and then subsequent crash it's that shit starts happening very very quickly money starts flying around very very quickly and people care less about where it's going they're more eager to just let it go because of those big x's that they're going to get on their return and so that's when you start seeing a lot of these exploits really like getting taken advantage of and i'm sure people are keeping a couple zero days in their pockets just for that time like it's not worth blowing your load if you're a dev and you find something like that in a bear market because it ain't going to be worth nope. shit but if you can save that and hope that no no but that you were the only autist that found that shit you know like hope that nobody else found it then then yeah you're good oh look we got bendy in the house we got robo with his hand up oh. like a pleb because <laughs> you can cut you can cut the show here that's what i'm about to say uh very quickly before we change topics because i've got some great stuff to talk about your man is early which is great because us brits never fuck around whenever late uh right chris i believe you'll be able to go in and create uh an aussie right a grant yeah aussie grant uh grant authorization so the grantee is like the sub dow right yeah the grantee is the sub dow correct right right yes yeah and then you yeah you, you've got only a few options you go you go execute smart contract then the small contract address would be your parent DAO because you're executing a small contract on behalf of oh, that, right? Parent collection uh, address. No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. Oh, the, the, the DAO's smart contract address? Yes, correct. Correct. That it would be, wouldn't it? Okay, I see, I see what you mean. Because it's, it's, yeah, well, you mint them into the treasury, right, don't you? Right. I'm sure about that. The collection address is just related to the collection, I'm sure. But then you've got contract permissions, just select all. And then obviously, if you want, you can put like a limit on the calls or not. Uh, you can have calls, sorry, funds or combined. 
Dude, this, this, should, this should work, like. I'm going to test work. this later. I'm going to test it out, you see. Are you going on testnet, are you? Will you fill me in on what you can mess around with, yeah? Yeah. Because, you know what, the steak and one's really good. Anyhow, right, guys, without further ado, let me give your man a proper welcome, because I'm uh, looking forward to this, right? So, thinking uh, edit us <laughs> a little bit here. Without further ado. Nice. I'm going to tell you something. When the world starts to get really bad, and these mugs out here robbing, you gonna love digital currency. All these motherfuckers, they be running and gunning, and I'm all like, I'm sitting back just having fun in the sun, and then I'm like one out of a hundred, I'm just building up on it. So some of everything we built are in the last hundred upsets. You're getting salty, feeling faulty, you ain't no man. I keep robo here, grinning ear to ear, throwing up anarchy, smoking toilet trees, spitting philosophies. Look at the dossier, we rack like geology. This layers to this shit, like it's sedimentary. All these little onion peels getting torn off and buried. Imagine the smell, that shit is a vital experience without knowing how you will not survive, period. Uh, <laughs> he's a fucking trip, man. Jimmy, if you Jimmy, if you listen to this, right, you're getting absolutely fucking ripped to death, like on a spaces of a life, you little troglodyte bastard. I hope you fucking listen, I hope you come to my house soon. I swear to God, man, I've got fucking loads of weapons and my dogs, man. Nick, you just a little rat, man, one. Fuck off, man. Do one. Fuck off. Harmony. No, no, the wonder you're looking for a fucking job. You fucking idiot. You've just been fucking at the desk. Fuck off. Try to change the course of the portion philosophy I'm just here for the corporation sponsored lobotomy Feels like I won the lottery Like I'm ghosting this pottery Chill, Demi Boy, the shit's supposed to be haunting If it wasn't, ain't no puzzle You would try to train your muscle Air dropping like a fatal hustle But the pay is busting Think of all the loss of crew Just to pick up off the tricky custom I figured all those sub Would make up for something I guess it just goes to show The fuck do I know? At least it's quiet over here I like my little silo It's better than watching them fight Over how to divide my time between Sitting at the desk and the ride home Devs at Mickey D's, they leeching off that Wi-Fi Zapdos and Moldy shipping more than five guys Console open, waiting for the kamikaze When the flash phone bang, they feeling like paparazzi Snapshot motherfuckers We got layers, meteora jawbreaker We cracking a lot of craters We rapping a lot of pay dirt Maxing out relators Imagine the smell, five dollar wrench to your dark Vader it's, it's really funny uh, to us at Binance That everyone here is talking about uh, blockchain attack. We know who all the validators are. We know where they live. And we're going to their house with a wrench, a big wrench. And we will attack them with the wrench. And then we will take their validator node physically and put it in a truck and drive it to China. Right, so this is an extension of the, the activities you performed on, on BTC, right? Uh, funding and creating these massive uh, Bitcoin mines, putting them in caves, putting them in, in uh, factories that were abandoned in the past, and also using electromagnetic pulse bombs to detonate uh, the USA and the other country mines, right? So you're now applying this strategy to, to Lunk uh, in order to take over the chain, is that correct? Uh, it's more simple. There's no uh, EMP bomb. It's just a van of men in uh, and they have wrench and they're taking the physical validators from people's houses. They are usually very fat and they're usually uh, in the shower with, you know, with trying to wash uh, their mice uh, droppings off their uh, clothes. So it's very simple. We just walk in and we take it. But if there is someone who is sitting at the computer or sleeping at the computer, we, uh, we hit them with the wrench really, really hard. And then they say, stop. 
don't do that again. And we say, that's okay. Just mm-hmm. give us your validator note. And then they give it to us and we drive it to China. Chinese spaces.